happening everybody and welcome back to the True Gamer Podcast, a podcast hosted by two gamers for you, the true gamers. I'm one of your hosts, Eddie, along with my bro, the inverted gamer himself, Sheps. How are you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm just checking my computer's mute. <laughs> I'm going to check mine as well. There we go. Okay. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, doing great for various reasons. Okay, what are the various reasons? Today's the day before the launch of Horizon. <laughs> Today's the day before the day. <laughs> It's like, guess what? I've got you a surprise. Well, it's not really a surprise. No, surprise? No. <laughs> you have a surprise for tomorrow. Exactly. Yeah. Today's the day before Horizon Forbidden West yeah. launches, and we both are huge, huge fans of the first game. I'm so excited. <laughs> but I am actually, I'm on the brim of exploding from the excitement that I've got. There's, I've seen so many like little clips pop up from like yeah. people. Obviously, reviews have come out, mm -hmm. and there's glowing reviews, and we're going to talk a little bit about that in a bit. But I mean, that's my first red flag. A red flag that you know, media the critics love it. <laughs> But the clips that have come out of like how beautiful the scenery is, yeah, I've just seen like that. beautiful water physics and like looking water, it's, it just looks so great. And I'm on the edge of excitement. We were just talking about how like I just got the notification that the package is gonna be delivered tomorrow yeah. by DPD, and you asked me, <laughs> what did you ask me? Does it come with a disc? <laughs> doesn't come with a disc <clears throat> the regella edition the big the best version you can buy with the big tremor tusk comes with like a steelbook i think but doesn't come with a disc inside it comes with a digital code that's so frustrating what also what's the point of the of the steelbook yeah what the is that book is for the it's not even holding anything <laughs> that 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 burns me up like that really bugs me i'm a collector of like things so i like that i yeah. like to have the physical stuff it burns me up it has got like a side benefit that you get to also play the game because yeah, you yeah, can download yeah. it from your ps5 Which as I'm well i'm so excited to do and well, yeah, sheps you guys know from the past yeah. couple episodes he's super excited for That's this me. game um but it means that you also don't have to buy another copy you can just play off of my yeah copy. that is a benefit but it, it is a bit of a like a, a punch to the dick after you pay however much it costs, like hundreds of pounds for this edition. To not include it, the three pounds that is the, <laughs> the Blu-ray disc. Because I, I, this is the thing, it, like, I feel like they should have given it to you yeah. and then said, by the way, if it's more convenient for you, here's the code for it to have it digitally. And like, oh, it's two copies of the game. No, it's the same copy of the game. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You don't need the disc. But if you want the disc, you got the disc. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't, why, why wouldn't you do that? It just seems like a really good thing to do, especially for the price. I feel like they've definitely got profit margins in there. This is like the Apple thing where they're like, we're selling phones now, but we're right. not putting charges in the box. It's like, okay, I... I hear I buy all the shit you're saying about how like you know extra plastic. Yeah, everyone already has an Apple yeah. charger somewhere. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it just seems like you're cutting an unnecessary yeah. corner. You know, it's a little quality of life thing, and you're just like, nah. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's just like maybe, maybe you need the cable. Maybe. And yeah, they're cheap. You can get one on Amazon, but it's not an Apple one. And and I've been I've been bred to think about. Apple quality products exactly, and their cheap cables feel better to me, yeah. even though they're not. You um, can get one of those awesome braided ones. No, no, I need an Apple one. I need an Apple branded one. <laughs> so I mean, it's, it's weird that people do that, but it bugs me because, like, like you say, you're buying a thousand pound phone and they won't include a three pound cable. Yeah, and I don't buy the oh environmental stuff. Like, I I looked at it and I was like. When they first said it, the first I remember watching the Apple yeah, keynote, yeah, yeah. and I was like, 
this is going to be controversial. Uh, okay, I could... That point, all right, I kind of see what you're saying there. Okay, I kind of see that. But let's be honest, the real motivation was it's, you don't have to make them and pay, pay for it. I anytime someone says anything like, oh, it's for the environment, it's always there's a hypocrisy yeah. in there. Do you remember that girl, Greta, that sailed from like here to America? And they yeah. were like, oh, she didn't want to make a carbon footprint. The team that sailed with her all flew home. Which, which, if she'd just flown out, would have saved like seven flights. Do, do you see? Do you see the? And they do this in gaming, which is how it relates. I swear, and it bugs me. It freaking bugs me. It bugs the shit out of me. Seeing as we're on the topic of Horizon Forbidden West and saving the planet, apparently okay. there is a PlayStation have done a while the, with the launch of this game. Apparently, everyone who finishes the game Horizon Forbidden West, yeah. PlayStation is going to plant a tree. They're giving away NFTs. They're going to give away NFTs, guys. You thought Ubisoft were the only scumbags. Well, hey. <laughs> no, I got PlayStation scumbags too. No, um, they're going to plant a tree for everyone who completes the game. They're going to track okay. that by like trophies and stuff like that. So if every trophy earned the final trophy, they're going to plant a tree. Decent? I, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to say it like this. Because of the first game, I'm going to get up to the final boss and turn it off. <laughs> Freak the planet. <laughs> I want it to end sooner because garbage games like Horizon Zero Fun are made. <laughs> I was going to say, my life sucks, man. I don't want to live any longer right. and you guys shouldn't live too. Exactly. Kill the whole world. <laughs> I heard that and I was like, okay, that's a nice little thing. I mean, cool, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't really. I mean, We've got plenty of trees. At the I'm, I'm not going to say <laughs> there's too many there's trees. Plenty of trees. Trees are more places for birds to hang out and then shit on your car. I don't want that. I don't want that. Good point. Yeah, Proof Sony don't care about you or exactly. your cars. But remember, we are Sony ponies. So no, uh, mind. Sony saving the world. Well done. What has well Microsoft done. done recently? Right. Sure, there go. Greenlit season two of Halo, yeah. of the Halo TV show before the first one comes out. Yeah, yeah it was oh, this is a game podcast, but I would love to freaking talk about that. <laughs> we okay. will, we will. Um, yeah, so yeah, what, what, what you been up to, bro? How what you been, been doing? Uh, uh, yeah, I've been right. Um, applied to something secret, which I told you about, which is there's almost no chance of me getting it, but it would just be hilarious if I did because it it would just be so freaking funny. It just relates to us and everything like that. But you're applying for. This I'm appl- I applied to a thing. Uh, we'll see if that happens. Been doing a little bit of gaming. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anything I, interesting? I mean, I, I played Sifu. I got to Sean. And I'll be honest, I wasn't having fun before. Oh, really? <laughs> it's just not my kind of game. It's not... It's fine. I will say maybe there's been an update, but the uh, that backwards-forwards thing yeah. is easier to pull off. Ah, perhaps. But I still can't land them because the range is impossible to judge. Mm. But I can get it to happen pretty much when I want to. Um, this isn't boding well for Elden Ring, by the way. <laughs> I mean, Not that it's a Kung Fu game, but it's going to be a hard one like that. Yeah, and and again, like I'm just keen to see what Elden Ring's about. Yeah. I, I, I don't expect to love it. I'm just... It, it, I don't know. It's the first actually new game they've made in five ever. Yeah. So um, open world and whatnot is pretty right. pretty different. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm I'm keen to see what that's about, but I'm not I haven't enjoyed I didn't enjoy a second to see for it. It's really good. I enjoy a lot of the storytelling. I love that little hallway scene. Mm. Uh there's a lot of really good things in it, but for me, I just I wasn't having fun at any point. But it was good. It's good, but I just didn't like it. Mm. Um so I went back to Plague Tale, which I for some reason love. I don't know. I was I didn't really believe that you would like seafood, no. although I just didn't say anything, just to say it's like a clear thought for you so you can have your own opinion. 
But I wanted to try it. The point was not to like it. It was to try it. And I knew what I was getting myself into. I didn't go into Sifu and go, oh, Sifu was too hard. Yeah, right. I went into it. And right. Went, I'm keen to see what this is about. Rate it for me now. After your one <laughs> boss that you've had and you, and you didn't like it. Well, it's a two out of ten. <laughs> I'd probably give it a seven. I'd, I'd probably give it, it from a seven. <laughs> uh, like it, Based on one level, though. Uh, I got to Sean and I oh, didn't. Oh, sorry. Where's, who's Sean again? Sean's the second Oh, boss. second boss. Yeah. I got to Sean. Uh, I'd probably give the game a seven. I, I think it's a really interesting art style. They've done some interesting stuff with like, I love the hallway scene. It's super iconic. If anybody's watched Old Boy and stuff like that, like or Daredevil, they did a hallway scene. Um, oh, that that's that's the one that everyone re- knows right. in it when they think and of it. So, the... like, I enjoyed that. I actually quite like the art style. I found the camera stuff a little bit janky at times. Like I'd get myself in a fight and sort of be expecting the camera to to help me out. Okay. On the other hand, it's sort of, I guess, a skill set where you can be like, okay, well, I'm in this fight. I'm having trouble seeing this move. I'll move the camera angle. And see. But I, you know, I didn't vibe with it. It's hard, but I got to be honest, I didn't find it ridiculously hard. The reason I didn't continue was I wasn't vibing with it, hmm. but it, this is a game I could have completed. That's the thing. There's a difference between hard and bad. It's yeah, not a bad game. Yeah. It's just hard. Right. That's just, that's uh, I liked a lot about it. Yeah. And um, and I think one of the really interesting things about it was the art style, because of the way it looks, is so forgiving when there are like visual issues. Yeah. So it, uh, it, it's it's good. Uh, I'd probably give it, yeah, a 7 out of 10. What um, would you... How do you feel about the whole death system? Did you figure anything out about that? Uh, I do. I think they should have made that a bit more um, explanatory. Yeah, or maybe figured out a way to make it a bit simpler. It's not that it's bad. It just sort of doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. So, like, you you die in age, and you can sort of come back, but then you find these little jade yeah. dragons, and then it can re- resets your death timer. So Runic Firebird wrote in and he explained it for us. Before that, freak you Runic Firebird. (laughs) We've got a group of people we do to talk about the incredible superheroes. I've on patreon.com forward slash conversations that make this where everything happen. They keep the lights and mics on and the gaming going over here on conversations. YouTube.com Slash conversations one. We don't need the C apparently. Exactly. I was told about that as just, well. Very just a pair um, of C's sitting here. <laughs> we are <pair> <laughs> Saying every letter there. I never once thought to see what happens if we take it out. <laughs> We're fucking boomers. We're idiots. Idiots. It says C We're there. So idiots. Idiots. <laughs> We're so stupid. But the thing is Twitch doesn't have it. It's just twitch.com slash conversation. So. The problem is, is that it's so dumb. Why would it work without it? When right. have you ever had any URL where you're like, I'll remove a letter and it'll be okay? Right. That doesn't make sense. Facts. Facts. <laughs> YouTube is so weird. Facts. We have Diogo Dildo, Isak the Ultimate Cub Sox, Sippy from Smallville, the Star Wars Encyclopedia, Adam Sully, Jeremy Renner, that's right, an official Avenger, Super Suspend Friar, the Filthy Fanatic, Joe McCormack, My Juicy Left Nut, a super sexy producer, Sean Catsbud, the friendly patron. Uh, the gamer from Gaming Shire, Dave Bindis. Sir Clark, the 53rd. Uh, Rick, the hentai dwarf. It hurts the man who claims that One Punch Man is the best anime. And Kevin, the number one sim. 
motherfucker. <laughs> I was going to rub my eyes because I laughed so much and I had tears, but... Ah, oh, fuck it, the mic. I've ruined it. I've ruined the joke of Xbox. Thank you guys so much for keeping the lights and mics on and everything going here at Conversations. That's right. Legends. Um, so what does freaking Runic Firebird have to say? Runic Firebird We'll just jump straight into us. correcting Conversations, my favourite segment of the show. Fuck if you're it. new around here, sometimes we say things on the internet. It's not always correct. <laughs> and if we do that this episode, you go down to the comment <laughs> sections, you leave a comment. Next episode, we will read out your comment and credit you, especially if there's a timestamp that makes things useful. Any corrections? Definitely not. We're super smart. Not really, actually. We did a good job, actually. A lot of people with praise saying, you know, we did a good episode and stuff like that. Um, and Shapes has great takes about uh, Bore Eyes and Zero Fun. Uh, a lot almost, of them. Almost. Close. Close to that. Close. Close. Right. A few words different. Now we'll get to that. So, so what's the explanation? Because also, just on this explanation of um, the aging system in Sifu, we described it on the last podcast. Uh, I can't remember who we were talking to. Gerg. Okay. Talking to George, and we basically said like, it's not like a one to one. Like you don't age one year every time, or one, two, three. Like it, mm. it's sort of random, and you come back a bit more powerful. You can choose to spend whatever XP you gained in the level mm. on moves, and if you spend even more XP, sometimes you can make those like stick with you. Yeah. So like when you die, if you reset the whole level, you still have the move. Yeah. Um, and I felt like that was a good way to summarize it, but I I got to be honest in playing the game. Even though I had the concept, I didn't super. Get, I feel like if I if I loved the game, I would get it soon enough. But. I think this part will clear up the part that was a bit confusing. Yeah. So he goes, just so you're aware, you can put this in corrections if you want. He says, Sifu's death works like this: when you die, your counter goes up by one, so you have a death counter, yeah. right? And it goes, you start uh, at year twenty, and you become twenty-one when you die. Then when you die, and then when you die again, it goes up by two, so you become twenty-three, and so on and so forth. However, he says certain enemies you fight can decrease your yeah. death counter, and then that changes the name that the age that you go up in. Right. So not everyone is going to have like the same level system because you might go in and go, okay, I've dropped down to zero, and then you've and then you only progress one year when you die. Right. So yeah everyone's gonna That's be a cool. bit different <clears throat> and now it makes sense as to why you would want to decrease the death counter because i was like who cares you just come back more powerful yeah but presumably you could die like five times but each time you only age one year you'd be 25 and five times more powerful mm. That's good to know. I mean, I'm not going to play any more of it, probably. It's but an that's interesting mechanic, know. though, isn't it? It's a. I've it's, never seen it anywhere else personally. And but this my, is for. Actually, do you know what? I might put it up to an eight then. Yeah. My Quite inventive. Again, again, a game not that I didn't. In, it's not bad. I just didn't love it. Mm. Right. And and I'm so I'm playing two games similar, uh, uh, kind of similar, i.e., smaller indie things. I've got yeah. played Sifu and and a Plague Tale. I'm vibing with a Plague Tale. I'm not vibing with Sifu. Neither of them are my normal type of game. Mm. <clears throat> but Sifu is really interesting. There's a lot there, and if you enjoy like either fighting style games or uh, roguelites, I think a lot of people would really like it. And understanding that it is pretty useful. Mm. That's a cool thing to know. And that now makes it more obvious how you could beat the game by age 29. Yeah. Because I was not getting how you're supposed to do that. So you die twice and it's done. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Also, I will say, absolute must, if you're thinking about getting the game, when you find those jade dragon things, absolutely get more health from mm. killing enemies. The very first thing you do, max those two things out. That's definitely the best. Yeah. Because <clears throat> because it stops you from dying to like random enemies here and there. Yeah, one know? hit yeah. from those guys. 
Um, <clears throat> Zakichino wrote in saying, "P.S. Destiny Two is a four point five year old game, uh, not an eight year old game." Actually, wait, sorry, we mentioned that in the last podcast. Sorry, my apologies. Frick you, Zakichino. Uh, excuse me, A.K.A. Zakichino. And really, that was it. There was no more, no like we're corrections left so like that. So smart. Yeah, we're so great. This is this is fantastic. We're so smart. All right, uh, that was all the correct conversations. Also, some people saying that the podcast was great with George. It really was a good fun podcast. Glad you guys enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as well. A little bit of me always worries when we have, in particular, those guys on. Yeah. Because we they end drag up... drag us down. They, exactly. Yeah. They're anchors around our necks. I feel like we're trying to swim with cement shoes. Exactly. You know? But, like, it just ends up as us chatting with our mates. And I always worry that even though we have some topics and stuff to talk about, mm. that it is just three bros or four bros catching up. Yeah. And less like a, like a, a podcast... But they all seem to turn out pretty good. Yeah. So, but I, I am always concerned because there's less, if it was a, like a, a regular guest, I'd be less worried about like talking over people or, which I'm pretty bad with anyway. But because it's our boys, like I'm happy to just jump straight in and start throwing shit backwards and forwards with Tyler, for example. Properly, right? Because right? <laughs> he's, like, he's literally our friend. They're all our mates. So I do always worry, but every single time we get these comments, oh, it was a great podcast or sometimes it's those podcasts that have people find us mm. which is always you know nice like oh i so i've seen you around the community but i checked out this podcast it was really good i'm sticking around yeah and they're really good fun and i'm just impressed we managed to do it with weights like tyler around <laughs> and george you know it's uh impressive on our part i'm just, just saying what you've pulled up strength have you seen what's in our discord what John has played this and has got a bunch of yeah we are going to be talking all about that so let's kick it off with the topic of the show which is that cyberpunk cdpr have released cyberpunk 2077's next gen quote-unquote patch for everyone 1.5 which adds the the ray tracer ray tracing modes to it adds a whole bunch of bug fixes and a few extra features to the games that we have, the game that we got 18 months ago and yeah. have been waiting ever since for. Just off the top, let me tell you the the technical stuff. They've uh, increased the performance of things. So like uh, there's a performance mode where you can get 60 FPS and I think it's somewhere around uh, on PS5, 1440p. Damn it, there was a mode here. Ah, oh, I lost the... For? I was looking for the, uh, the performance of it's the... It's 60 FPS, 4K, and oh, I forgot what that bottom line was. And that's also true for the Xbox Series X, but the S is, um, is uh, I think it's 4K, but 30 FPS and no ray tracing, I believe. I don't think it has ray tracing on the S, I, but I could be incorrect about that. I've got it just here. here. Go. So uh, it's dynamic 4K on both of the consoles at yeah. 60 FPS in the performance mode. And then there's a ray traced setting, which drops it down to 30 FPS. 4K, as close as possibly can to 4K, and you get ray-traced local shadows, not ray-traced reflections. Well, then what's sort of the point of it? That's the thing. So, ray-traced shadows are all well and nice. Oh, yeah, it nice. adds very nice and realistic-looking shadows. But, but I'm not paying that much attention to shadows. However, the ray-traced reflections are the things that make it really pop. And, yeah. like, when you look in puddles and you see the neon lights yeah, going yeah, into yeah. it. That's where you're going to spend your time in the camera mode, isn't it? And it's mode. not in this mode. And as you said, uh, on, X and, on Series X and PS5, this identical, on Series S... There's only a 30 uh, frames per second mode. Yeah. No ray tracing at 1440p. Did you see the tweets? 
Go ahead. So there were tweets that people put out, and normally I don't beef out stuff like this, and you, you're you much more the, uh, the fisherman for bait. But I had to, because a few of these guys had, like, blue ticks, which for some reason on Twitter makes their opinions matter. Yeah. And they were saying, like, the Series S uses the same uh, CPU and processor and stuff as the Series X, which makes it basically the same. Mm-hmm. The architecture is going to prove just how much more powerful this architecture, which I think is actually the same family of chips that the PlayStation 5 uses, for CPUs anyway, um, is so much more powerful than the PlayStations and way better than their um, SSD that it won't matter. And even the Series S will be like stomping on the PS5. I'm paraphrasing. Mm. And I, I just... <laughs> and then that. 30 FPS. Next gen. And there was one of these... Um, it's a next gen console. It's doing the same basically as the Switch. There was one of these uh, marketing directors for Xbox. And That's was like, what it was, yeah. And he's like... And he put like hashtag on Series yeah. uh, S and X. You can download this patch and you get uh, net, uh, ray tracing effects in your in your game. Go wild. Hashtag simply next gen. I was like, 30 FPS with no ray tracing is hardly next gen there. Hardly. Yeah. Anyway, just a bit of fun to dig with those those idiots over there. Yeah, I just genuinely don't care if you're going Xbox or PlayStation. But if you are going Xbox, there is a right console to get. Yeah. You know, there's... There's sure. a right console to get, which is a PS5, and then like a runner-up <laughs> console, which is a Series X, and then there's the uh, the Xbox One Super Sad Extra Lonely Plus mode. You can be like S. Ben. You can be like Super Well Ben, who gets that. <laughs> it's it just it. The thing is, is that I, it's, I, it's the 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 hypocrisy and the how like look how much better we are. I have something to say. I think this is going to make people upset. I don't personally think that this is so much the S problem. Well, I think the S is underpowered and pressed everything yeah, else not, we've got. Yeah. And it is suffering in lots of uh, other other games and whatnot. But I think it's suffering more in Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Because 30 FPS, 1440p, at least if you went and got me to 4K or something right. like that. In or a, 60 FPS. Right, I'll take si- 60 FPS, 1440p. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, I didn't... If you said to me, no ray tracing, I'd be like, cool, no problem. I get it. 4K yeah. though, right? I mean, Ratchet and Clank had it, but okay. Right. But like, 4K though, right? No. So I, 60 FPS? No. I so, honestly... So what are you giving me? Other, I mean, the PS4 Pro had better uh, performance than this. So I do, What is this all about? <laughs> I, I do... It, it's hard because I'm biased, so I want to just rag on the Series S, which, in fairness... I don't think it should exist. I think they should have just made more X's. And, I and it's better for future-proofing and stuff. But I also understand, especially for like uh, like more casual, if you were the most casual gamer, the, the S makes more sense. It's easy to get. You get on Game Pass. like That, that model, and whatnot, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. So there's one bit of me that wants to be like, oh, it's just not a good enough console. Mm. The other part of me wants to say that CDPR are just no good at making their games run or this game, this game run on consoles, it's massively bloated. The uh, the optimization is shocking. They they do favor their PC over everything else, and that's fair enough. And that was the same with The Witcher. But by this point in The Witcher's life cycle, it was a banging game. Yeah, I feel like six months in of a few patches, and The Witcher was working, and they were bringing out additional content because. Well, the game was good. Mm. The game was good, and it just Roach would twerk on the spot and stuff. Like mm. you had weird things with Roach and a couple of bugs, but eighteen months in, it, they were well done. And no, eighteen months in, we were getting Heart of Stone. 
So, so let me go into this, uh, the, what, yeah. what was available with this. So yeah. as well as this uh, upgraded visuals patch, there was also a couple of things that they've changed. They reworked the uh, the attribute system, yeah. uh, saying it's a bit more intuitive now and they've removed some stuff that nobody used and added some other different types of perks and things like that. Yeah. They added the ability to use uh, throwing knives now, um, which was, it, it looked cool on screen. Yeah. Um, and it's got some cool like cooldown effects and stuff like that. They changed the AI behavior of the uh, of the crowd, so they more react to when shit happens now rather than just continuing to walk when someone just gets shot. Um, as well as that, they've added uh, some DLC weapons, and that's about. Oh, sorry, my apologies. They added this revolutionary new feature, never been done in a game before. Yeah, the ability to progress time amazing didn't happen in their previous game also you could do that in this game already i'm like 90 percent sure i've done that i don't think so i'm pretty sure i did yeah i feel like i did they made a big point of it i know and i feel like i did it i don't feel like i i feel did. like i absolutely did it because there were times where it, there would be a quest a quest and it would be like come to this thing at midnight or after after sunset and i would just hit the wait button i don't think there was that's weird, isn't it? Because now they showed... Do you they think they had a bug that was just an extra feature? <laughs> which is totally possible. They were testing something and they put it into your game. Anyway, that feature was added and that's pretty much it. I, I was wrong, by the way. Go on. Five months and we got Heart of Stone. There you go. There you go. It released in, in May 2015 and Heart of Stone came out in October mm. 2015. So... Now... With yeah. those features that I mentioned, and I wanted to, I wanted to slag on it and say like, you know, this is like completely awful. What they've added a few more, they've added a few extra things in the background. Yeah, that they haven't told us about. They said there's some surprises as well in there, and people that have already got their hands on it have said some things like the romance options. So like, if you chose like Pan Am, Judy, River, or yeah. whatever it might be, now there's a bit more interactivity with V. So like, people are saying that the, if they pick Judy. Judy sends nudes to you over text message. I mean, and it's like cool little relationship thing. Okay, all right, adds a bit more depth to something that was pretty shallow before. Well, so it's funny you say that because I was going to say the only thing that stood out to me in the the only thing that stood out to me in the game were two relationships: romance, those two romances in particular, Judy and, and yeah. Pan Am, and your relationship with Jackie, which is over in like five minutes. Yeah, are the only two stand out. Stand out for what was in this game. Do you feel like, though, personally, I don't feel like they were as good as they could have been. I feel like they were good in the moment. Like, when you had the mission with Judy that yeah. I experienced, I was like, this is fucking great. But then, anytime I was out in the world anywhere else, it's like that relationship didn't exist. You Personally. So, I just want to really clarify what we're talking about. Because I do... So, I... Turns out I'm big into the romances and games, but in like Mass Effect or like The Witcher, <clears throat> unless you're going through the motions of that romance, mm. it, it doesn't impact the game. So in that sense, I feel like it's the same as any other. Mm. Like other than when you're in those like romanceable moments, yeah. if you don't romance or do, the game's the same. Yeah. But so with that being the case, for at least that was my experience and the way I was sort of looking at it, that I do think at least the Pan Am romance, is every bit as good as any other that I've played. See, that's where I... Maybe it was my expectations. Maybe, I felt yeah. like... 
Also, we had very, so did a lot of people, we had very high expectations very for this high game. Expectations. Yeah. But the thing is that it, what I was asking for, I don't think was that much of a, a big of an issue where like, you can have the romance option, you have that, you build that relationship, but then what is to stop Judy from calling you up and just being a girlfriend and then going, I'm hey, with you. what's going on? How's things going? And, what and then like this, sending you a nude is what people do in relationships. And then... I mean, and that's a cool little like extra little immersion thing they, and then maybe she meets up for a, a date and you just go for a drink there's no mission here but you just go for a drink and it's that, a it's a thing that's what i i, I agree with you there and though. that's kind of what i was expecting from this game going into it and when it wasn't there i was like so you guys are just doing what every, everyone else does and yeah. claiming that you're pioneering something here i mean they do send you texts here and there yeah but it, it's more about like referring back to the, like the mission that you went on like hey thanks for helping out it's really i'm really glad i have someone like you in my life it's that kind of deal yeah. it's just did you romance yes okay add this extra line of text yeah. to the text message i would actually the nudes i guess is okay whatever uh and i get why they're putting it in because most of the sweaty pc gamers that have never uh played a console game have never touched any grass <laughs> so that's the you know Hooky. fine. but <laughs> i'm with you i would actually like a you know hey do you want to grab a coffee i'll be at uh i'm gonna be heading to this place anyway I'll be there at 11. Yeah. And uh, if you were to go there and check her out, yeah, it's then just you a have little, like a little... A little date yeah. that doesn't do anything for the story, don't get any XP. No. It's just a cute little thing. I agree. I really would have liked something like that. That would be nice. Right. Uh, also, did, did I see right they're adding... Um, just totally jumping off from romances. They added some character customization now. Yes, yeah, sorry. That is one thing I forgot to mention. Two Which, things, actually. Major, because that's the point of the game. Cyberpunk. You like, you can augment your body. You can change it in any way right. you want. But by the way, you can't change your body. Um, so they added these two new features. One is that you can go to your apartment and look in the mirror and change your appearance at any time in any way you like. So you can change your hair. You can change your makeup. You can change all the like the cyber scarring and stuff like that. Really feel like you should be at a ripper doc for that, but okay. Yeah. Exactly. The stuff like this you can change in the in the thing. And they've added a bunch of new colors and a bunch of new things. And it looked quite good and yeah. quite quite detailed. And I really like that. That's a good addition. Also, they added the ability to change your apartment's look and for the ability to purchase a couple of other apartments in Night City as well. Yeah. So these are really those are really cool features, I feel like. Um, I definitely feel like... It, it, my, one of my biggest problems with the game is that V is sort of soulless. Mm. Meaning that with Geralt, we, I connected with Geralt. Yeah. Right? Even as a character that I had no idea, was an established character, never met him before. I connected <clears> with him because we're very similar. Of course. That's right. As uh, in we all have scars all over our body. Uh, right yeah um i didn't <laughs> but, so like you you're made to connect with Geralt, even if you don't know him and it's the first game you're playing and i don't feel any connection with v at all and it's not like you can say well Geralt's more human or it's a more relatable thing i'm not going around on a horse with swords fighting monsters right same as v i'm not like a futuristic gangster trying to make his way up but hitman contractor type yeah it felt like it felt like it hit the dialogue and the interaction with v I just had no investment in V. I didn't really care if he lives or dies. I don't care about the Johnny thing because I just don't care about V making it, you know? Yeah. And I wish they would have changed that. But it does make sense. So, like, it feels like it's a bit of character building. It makes sense for a guy like V who's trying to make his way up as... What do you, what's he called? He's like Mercenary? A, yeah, I guess he's a merc in, in yeah, a city. Merc. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. He's a merc. It would make sense for him to have some bolt holes where he would... You have all these eddies coming in and you're like... 
well, I'm not going to come back to the same apartment every single day. Like, yeah. if I was Spider-Man, it'd be ridiculous to be swinging in to the same window every single time in New York with everybody watching you. No one will see. No one will see. It's like, oh, Spider-Man right. went in that window and he does it every day at six. <laughs> right. And then he comes flying out at 9 p.m. at the cover of darkness. <laughs> exactly. So... It makes sense that you would buy like a couple more apartments and yeah. have places to go and stuff stashed if you, if stuff goes bad. I just wish I cared about V. Mm. Uh, and it, it also bugs me that they've sort of phoned in the cosmetics. So yeah, okay, you can change your tattoos and stuff. But why can't I get a robo arm? Hmm. Like I can get the mantis blades and stuff, but why can't I get a Terminator hand? I should be able to do that. That would be, yeah. by the way, if the game had come out broken... Yeah. That would be where I would put my microtransactions. Yeah. You know, three ninety nine for a Terminator arm. Oh. You know, if I was loving the game like I'm loving The Witcher or love The Witcher, three ninety nine for a Terminator arm or for like a you know, glowing red Terminator eye that when you put sunglasses on it glows. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah, yeah, you you probably could have done it. So let me ask you this question. Yeah. Some people thought that maybe, and we theorized about this a bit as well, is that maybe the reason why we've waited so long is because they're going to come out with the 1.5 update with the next-gen visuals, and they're going to pair it with a big content update, whether that be the next expansion or bring back some of those features that they removed all because of the PS4, etc. Instead, we got customizable apartments, Ability to purchase new apartments. Ability to customize your character in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, better controlled NPCs. A few DLC weapons. Pretty much it. Yeah, especially, especially like the price of those apartments. If they're anything like the price of the cars. Oh, apparently they adjusted the economy. Okay. Well. They made it a point. They were like, oh, everything's really cheap now. Now, based on that. Yeah. Do you, sir, feel like... It was worth the wait. Oh, absolutely not. But I think they do because I've been seeing cyberpunk ads. Yeah. Not a lot of them, but like on YouTube, and I spend a fair bit of time on YouTube because I don't sleep. Yeah. I must have had maybe three in the last couple of days. Yeah. Which must say that, and cyberpunk I think is still in the top 10 MPD on Steam. It's, it's yeah. still doing okay for PC. Yeah. So they seem to think it's the pc was the best place to play it and there was, it was the fewest bugs over there and they patched the majority of the stuff so they got the best experience they did that's why the pc game is always saying like cyberpunk yeah, is yeah, great also like- this is the thing it's it's not though that's the thing that bugs me is if the game had been flawless <clears throat> absolutely flawless i think it's still a seven out of ten there's the story's hollow and that's all and uh, and i'm not just ragging on it because it's cool to rag on it it, it looks good. It's fun. I love the world. Uh, they their actual main story ended up as a side quest. It should have the. Uh, did you ever find that one guy who was like uh, losing time and his no. memories were being altered? He was like having weird dreams. There's a side quest with I think he's like trying to be the mayor of Night City. That's the real. That is the real freaking uh, story they should have pursued, but they didn't. Uh, like it. I just don't care about V. I just don't care. And. They're so far behind on their roadmap mm. that at this point, it'll be three years before there's any DLC, which by that point, there won't be any point in them making DLC because no one will care and they'll be playing it. I think they're in a unique position now where 
Oh, they not, definitely are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of people care whether or not they do anything with Cyberpunk yeah. now. It's that little that. So then, why are they running ads? Well, this is the thing. I feel like I feel like now they don't have to focus on anything but the next content that they're going to put out. Maybe, Cause, yeah, maybe because people aren't like people aren't banging down their door to say fix your stupid game because people just don't care anymore. Yeah. And I think the absence of people banging down on banging on their door has made them think like, oh, it's fine then. Everything's cool. We can just make the next content out there. There is a recency bias thing, which is that if if so between The Witcher and Cyberpunk was f- 6 years. Yeah. Something like that. If the game ends up being really well cared for and the next game comes out in what four and a half years. Mm. If when that game's coming out, people say, "Oh, wasn't Cyberpunk shit?" and they say, "No, actually, it's been doing really well. The last couple of years has been amazing. Haven't you seen all these things?" and then people go back and try it, and it is yeah. working and it is good, then like people will forget. Yeah. And people say, uh, you know, and they'll have had years to work on the PR statement for yeah, it had a bumpy start, but by the end of it, it's every bit as good as The Witcher, which would be a lie. But yeah. I have a question though because I saw you playing it on the PS5 experience. That, that's uh, that's uh, untrue. So what I did was I well it's not untrue because I saw what you saw it on Discord, yeah. right? So what well, is no, I? I was on the PlayStation. It said you were on. Oh okay, so, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I booted it up to see if I can because I had some issues trying to. <laughs> I had some issues trying to get the PS5 version. <laughs> I've had. <laughs> I also have issues. You know, my Ghost of Shima, Everything got deleted. Going to the PS5. That's so version. weird. It's f- weird. weird isn't I, it? I, this is. Uh, you know how. You know how like on um, on Xbox the smart delivery system yeah it just gives you the automatically the best version available yeah. f- for your system yeah <coughs> and that's really really useful in situations where there is yeah for low uh, IQ X bots <laughs> unlike us high IQ wrinkly brain PS5 guys that have to go out of our way to get. <laughs> I, I mean, it is a much better system. It's a better. much better system. It's just it's really short-lived as well because once the generation's moved on, it does it bears no relevance. Yeah, There's yeah. no point to buying it, to having it. But in this situation, it was really good. However, I made it. Stu- I did something stupid with this because I I saw the app on my on PS5 and I'm like, okay, how do I download the PS5 version? It still says PS4 there. Yeah. And I'm going to <coughs> I go to the store. It's not there. I don't know where to find it. I'm yeah. like, let me go into game management. There's no other versions available. I didn't know what to do. And then I put it in my disc and then it went, download PS5 version. I was like, fuck's sake, fucking. <coughs> like, this is the small thing. Now, I will say it wasn't as difficult as the games journalists were making it out to be. There no. were like almost hit pieces going yeah, out yeah, yeah. where they were like, uh, it's really easy to do on Xbox. On PS5, however, it's the worst thing in the world. No, that's stupid. And I'm like, like Ghost of Tsushima. If if you were gonna play any other game, yeah. if you're gonna play the game, you put the disc in. Yeah. You know to put the disc in. But to download the update, why do you need the disc? That's the bit that bothered me. That it's was just the bit that I was one like, step. Yeah. I was like, I should be able to. It's not like I need to authenticate downloading the patch because at the end of the day, I need to put the disc in to play the game afterwards. Right. So why do I need to do it to update the game? Yeah. That I'm was sure the there are good reasons bit. for it. It's a it's a reason I'm sure Sony could have found a figured a way around it. I agree. That and, was the dumb. Bit. And I also agree that these uh, games journalists yeah. wrote hit pieces where it's like, oh, it says in there, so it's difficult. Like, dude. If you'd have been looking to play the game, you would have put the disc in and it would have gone, oh, there's a PS5 patch. Do you want it? Mm. Yes. Or I would have just said PS5 patch added to queue. We've yeah. just done it. 
so dumb anyway i downloaded the patch and i i wanted to see it working that's why yeah. it was on and it, it looked like i was playing it but yeah. i didn't actually go into the game okay because i'd so be curious to see what you make of it well this is the thing i was gonna say uh, i asked people in our discord server and on a patreon wanted to ask what their experiences are how they feel about the update and things like that and there is a free trial available with the you know playstation were doing yeah. those demos yeah uh there is a, a a demo for cyberpunk if you want to download that i'm not sure how many hours you get with it but you can download it and play however long the demo is of cyberpunk for free totally free so that's I, a really cool thing to try one out of our boys in the discord sean sean writes in and he goes i still think there's a long way to go before cyberpunk is good in my eyes there's still no mini game like gwen no world interactivity oh my god i forgot about gwen no brain dance mini game no car customization yeah. and a bunch of other stuff also i find it weird that cyberpunk doesn't allow you to listen to the in-game radio while walking uh, about which is really weird because you should be able to get like an implant of like right. a radio in your head or crazy idea your phone right crazy <laughs> so crazy um you still uh you still you, you have all these robotic arms robotic eyes and shit but you can't listen to music while you walk about yeah uh, yeah he yeah. goes i was excited for uh, the witcher 3 next gen update uh, but i'm worried that that game will release broken as well i am concerned now i wasn't if you'd have told me in 2019 you'll be concerned about a witcher 3 update i would have laughed in your face Especially because you're an idiot. you have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea about CDPR's fine history. Especially because uh, Sean tried it, like you said, and in our Discord server, and a bunch of other people have been saying it's still a buggy mess. Oh, did you see the picture he put? He went to drive, and people outside his, of the car. He's he's got to be ten feet above the the steering wheel outside of the car. It's this is the thing. This was supposed to be the next big like. It's supposed to be the soft relaunch for the game. Yeah. You had to have fixed majority of these bugs. Like, How many more can have been left? They they've released like almost a thousand bug fixes, and there's still and there's still many going. The fact that they didn't make this a polished product before doing the soft relaunch really really calls into question the competency anymore of the people at cdpr well, and i don't like saying that by the way because yeah. they, they make they made one of the greatest games ever that i love so much the it's witcher was top fantastic five for sure yeah and i really wanted to love the uh, cyberpunk as well mm. but it does go back to the point that i made and people hated me for saying this that maybe the witcher was kind of a fluke it does feel that way now isn't it because 18 months later, it's like, okay, maybe they stuffed the launch because they had all that pressure. Yeah. 18 months later, everything will be fixed. It's still in the same well, cause, state. Because people defending CDPR said, well, The Witcher was a buggy mess when it came out. Yeah. But five months in, they'd released one of the finest DLCs the planet had ever seen. And then maybe a year after that, they released the finest DLC the planet mm. we've ever seen. Yeah. It, uh, Blood and Wine is the best DLC, hands down. It's just the best. So they set the bar with the game, then they set the bar with the DLC, then they set the bar again with the DLC, mm. and that was, I think, you know, by that point the game was working. By by Blood and Wine the game was fully working, right? I'd say by Heart of Stone, I don't really remember thinking of like, oh, this this boss fight no. would have been so much more impactful if Roach hadn't been twerking on top of the house while I was fighting. Like, I will say my memory is quite shit, but I don't remember. When I started to really get into the game, yeah. I don't remember there being any bugs. No. So they'd fixed it quick enough that it's gone out of my memory. There were definitely some issues. Like, and, and some things were like UI stuff. So like uh, swimming was just atrocious. <laughs> you know, There was stuff like that. But I mean, who 
who cares? Ultimately, you don't, you're not swimming for most of it. It's um, it's really kind of disappointing. And I just, I think you might be right. Uh, oh, oh, one, one. Sorry, I just, I don't remember the point I was going to say. They are nowhere near the same company that they were when they made The Witcher. They lost a bit of talent when uh, Cyberpunk was coming out mm-hmm. <clears throat> from like the OG Witcher crew. But now, all, and I'm not saying that the people there aren't any good. What I'm saying is the people there didn't build this thing mm. and they do not have the track record of talent for, as the same guys that built The Witcher 3, who yeah, were the team that started this thing. And... My concern is if that team couldn't get this working, something somewhere may be messed up at like an engine level or like a base code level, which I don't really know what this stuff means in reality. But if they cannot get it working and they've constantly had to strip it back and strip it back, like modding cars, the monorail, Mantis Wall Blade, uh, blade Running, customizable bodies, you know, all this stuff that was supposed to be in there. There's supposed to be an entire underworld. Apparently it's yeah. there. Apparently the architecture's down there. Of like a sewer system and stuff but you just can't i've seen videos of like um you know the stores that are closed yeah uh i've seen videos of people using hacks to like get into through walls and whatnot yeah. and the insides are all fully textured and populated with like shoes and handbags and stuff like yeah, there's that stuff in there detailed stuff that you just never can see and i believe that there's probably something down yeah. there that we just have, can't get to i suspect that there's you know those doors you go into a building and there's for a quest and if you go to the wrong door, it's like this door is locked. Yeah. I suspect that most of those were intended to be openable. Yeah. And do you ever go on the Cyberpunk subreddit? No. There's a video occasionally that pops up and it's a different video every time. Like so people are there's part of people there's people in the Cyberpunk community who have fa- made it their mission to find every openable door in right. that city and explore what's behind them. Okay. And every now and again, they post there. Well, I, I got super excited that I found this super rare off the path after climbing up certain things and parkouring yeah, yeah. Uh, openable door. And oftentimes it's just the doors are, oh, it's openable. And the guy like on the mouse goes like that. And then he opens it and it's a wall behind the door. Oh, and no. it's just like, disappointment because <laughs> that's that's one it's thing i will say hilarious. is that i'm one of those guys that uh not that stuff but you know me like side content's my jam oh you gotta get up to that roof well oh where's the door it's all the way around here on the map what if i double jump up to that and then up to here and, you know yeah. like all of that stuff you don't fall through it which <clears throat> which kind of says to me the game was intended to have levels yeah because I've been to a bunch of the game you're not supposed to be able to get to or you're not intended to spend any time in mm. and it all works like you can you can land on it it doesn't affect running and there's no weird bugs about it being an odd texture so why I just think the game was intended to be 10 times the size you know yeah and it's just sad I feel like this game should have come out in 10 years time <sighs> man if they just got rid of the the previous gen yeah at least then it would have been bigger in scope than where it is now and part way towards the vision that they originally intended yeah maybe they did overshoot in their original idea i'm kind of okay with that shoot for the stars you hit the moon exactly but they would have landed on the moon whereas now they jumped up and then landed on their face yeah 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 yeah. but you didn't get anything anything out of it and 
and because it was sort of a new IP, like the first Witch games was pretty rough. Yeah. But if this game had come out, yeah, they would have annoyed some people because it was last gen only, but also those people that are getting next gen consoles would be buying it now. But then they could say like, you know, we the stuff wasn't really there. It was the first of its kind that we've done. Cyberpunk 2087 will be better, mm. you know? Then there could be another game yeah. and we'd be looking for that. And instead, I suspect the Cyberpunk franchise, which was intended to be a trilogy or something, because a lot of these things are, is a is a one shot that they hope is forgotten, and they will go back to probably ruining The Witcher. Would be my guess. Shit. And I hope they don't. And maybe that's the thing, though. Like, why? What makes these games so different? Because other than visuals, mm. I would say not a lot. Yeah. right like the the witcher is mostly open space with a few cities here and there but the cities all work and there's people in them the cities here the they say the population centers here don't seem to work there's just not really a lot there but other i just I, i'm blown away i don't get why it doesn't work because it should like there's not a lot of difference yeah i don't know man i don't know um, Virgin Diogo Helper, our boy Jack writes in. He says, "I was not super interested in Cyberpunk ever since there was the there was no third person feature. After it turned out uh, a mess, I just forgot about the game in the last months. I, uh, sorry, in the last months, I stumbled across uh, old trailers and of the game and just seeing how I could have nearly been fooled into getting the game again. But all I'm hearing is that the upgrade patch hasn't really fixed the issues uh, of before and I won't be fooled into buying a game despite of how good it looks. Yeah. It does sort of feel like the the original the PS4 version is just you without glasses and then this version you can just see it all better and it's still broken. And there's still no even if it all worked, the story is just a little bit hollow. The ending yeah. doesn't really matter. I'm not really attached to V. I mean... This is the thing I... I, I Hooky, good bro of ours, and when he listens to the podcast and everything like that, he really likes Cyberpunk. And when I was doing the tweets about like, you know, Cyberpunk doesn't seem like it changed yeah. much. Like, how do you feel like a mayor? He's like, why would you fix something that isn't broken? And I'm like, it's funny that you used that analogy on cyberpunk 2077 yeah. <laughs> literally the most broken game that ever came out <laughs> he's playing on pc he is playing on pc so it's the best experience but like we said the game part of it while it is better than some games yeah. it's not the best no. and that's kind of what we was expecting from cdpr maybe not the greatest game ever made but it was still gonna be in the high nines oh yeah that's what i was expecting and i'll say as well like there's a bunch of there's a bunch of uh, like side content that's just there and then like meaningful side content. You know, you've got like main quest side content and there's something in the middle, yeah. you know, saying that sort of Venn diagrams with both of it. Yeah. Like the stuff with Kerry. Kerry Eurodyne, did you yeah, find yeah. that? Like, Things you, old partner. Yeah. That should be really interesting stuff. I did a bunch of it and it just turns out he's like got some petty beef with someone and so you like hijack band equipment or something it's just a bit petty and not no 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 not petty it's surface level and shallow now there are some deep things like it turns out spoiler alert that he like 
are suffering from depression and stuff. But I will say, because I'm not super rich, that the problems of the multi-millionaires just don't matter to me. Oh, he's a depressed music. Oh, no. I'm so rich. I'm so sad. Oh, oh. Like, right. Like, I, I just don't care if, um, if Justin Bieber's feeling super sad about his music career or whatever, right? Like, you're worth hundreds of millions. And so... It was a weird angle to pursue that kind of thing. Mm. And there was something there and they explored all the wrong aspects of it. You know? I would like to maybe hook you if you're if you're willing to write in a short paragraph, to let us know like what it is that you really liked about it. Because I'm not saying I'm right and you're wrong. It's just that we don't it's see such this a, the same it's way. It's such a it? foreign concept yeah. to me. It's so far out of my understanding of how you're seeing it. But if you want to, you can feel free to write in. We'll read it out. I do think we'd have a better view of the game if the version that we played wasn't so broken. So, like, definitely, if this version had come out with the handful of bugs that it has now, yeah, I think I might have found them charming. Like, you go to drive and you're like up here, you're like, haha, that's so like yeah. stupid. Like, I can't believe this made it through, right? But because there were hundreds and mm. there were stability issues and it did it brick consoles or bricked a few, right? I'm not sure. I think it might have done like PS4, but there were concerns. That because of that, we have a harsher view of it. But I think at best it's a seven, and it should be an eight and a half to nine out of ten. You know, like I said, I was I was hoping for more like, con. What's the word? Is it contextual? I'm thinking like auxiliary things happening to V yeah. that would bring immersion to the actual whole game, right. rather than a story. That is a quest that you go on, and also there's some side quests on the side, but they're completely tangential to the main thing that don't don't apply whatsoever. And then the game ends. It all develops so weirdly as well. So, like you know, the fixes that give you your missions, yeah. which, by the way, seem to have no impact on the main story at all. Nothing yeah. really, really leads you there. They all they all just sort of call you, yeah, or, or you're. Yeah, they all go like you. You go somewhere. You go into new territories. Hey V, I heard you need work. Like they changed uh, one thing about that as well in there, where they um, you can get more gigs from the fixers, but obviously there's different grades of of gigs. So you, if you're brand new, you can only get the low level gigs. Right. Do a couple of those, and then you earn to be able to do more ones, so you can get more eddies and stuff. Like that. And I was like. That should have been in the beginning because that, that makes, makes sense. sense. You'd, you're a brand new guy on the block. They and don't I, trust you. I also think as well, for the story to make a little bit more sense, so you get your first fixer who you know, right? Because you've been coming up with Jackie or whatever. So you know this one fixer. And you then get a mission because you're small time. Yeah. And it's in like a different district or whatever it is. And the guy who gives you the mission, your fixer says, hey, look, the guy that runs that district is this person. I know him. I'm making an instruction, but you need to go and make sure they know you're operating here. Oh, it's going to get dicey. Right. And, yeah, because if you don't do that, then, you know, no promises. Uh, it'll be more dangerous than normal. Uh, and see if you can do something for them to, to sort of put some icing on the cake. Cool. Then you get two districts. And, and then they're like, okay, well, we got a job here and a job there. I'll make some introductions, but it's up to you to make the relationships. Mm. And then you, when you go to, like, Watson... You have to make sure that one of the first things you do is go and let them know you're there. Otherwise, you don't just have like the tiger claws and whatever gangs that are there. You got whoever works for the fixer as like a faction mm. who see you as hostile because well you don't 
you know, work for them. Or even if you do a gig in the area and it happens to be out in a public place, the people in the area, if you're friends with the, the fixer, maybe they act as backup or something like that. Right. It's, it's so many possibilities or, and we're not the smartest people right. in the world and we're <laughs> yeah. thinking of it. Or, or what if like, you know, you go somewhere and bef you do a mission before you meet the fixer and you kill a bunch of guys that work for him. Well, now you have to do a lot more to get those extra missions. You bet. Your your cool needs to be a lot higher in order to smooth talk this guy otherwise right. shit. Right. Again. <clears throat> do you know what the biggest thing was to me that I thought that was like, I thought it's surely going to be in there and it'll be some sort of mechanic. And it'll be interesting to see how it works out was the cyber psychosis. They talk about oh my god cyber psychosis uh, adjusting your body body modifications and how it fucks with the the fucking um, it's your perception of self and what are the guys called the ones that had the light in their face oh god, again the, yeah 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 the, what are they called malware no maelstrom 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 that's it the maelstrom guys they talk about it all the time like these guys are fucked up because they continually modified themselves yeah. so much that they are psychos cyber psychosis to the max and then you have those missions where you go and fight these people who are suffering from major cyber psychosis yeah. and you have to they're one these one big enemies with you though doesn't matter you can modify every single part of your body change everything in and out yeah. completely fine and it's like you could have made that such an interesting mechanic like Hey V, I wouldn't recommend going for this. Maybe you should take something out. And yeah. go, so maybe you should t take it easy. Or you've only got a certain amount of slots, certain amount of points. Right. Nothing. It would have been so Ugh. easy as well to make your like, um, like there's a Mass Effect, which is a 15 year old game at this mm. point, right? Where you know you have like Paragon and Renegade. Yeah. Right. To make it where instead of Paragon and Renegade, you have like Charm, mm. and every time you take a Cyberware upgrade, it degrades it so but we have negative charm right meaning that you want to persuade somebody and they're human well you've got all these mods they don't trust you yeah. but if it's maelstrom maybe you have a better chance of it because they trust you because of your mods it's not hard to do oh, something like that interesting mechanic that would be so good that, that would really work and you should you should be able to modify your body that's sort of the point of the, the again, game and and it should that, have been third person. Should that, have that should have been. But, and also, well, just as I was going to say, that ties into that. The idea is that we came up with that that stuff isn't even like a performance impact. Yeah, no. It's just an extra little layer of like the RPG right. to it. It's, it's so strange yeah. how that's... How was this not in the game? And also you could have added to either where it would affect romances. Yeah. Or maybe just affect romance dialogue. Like let's say you get a bunch of upgrades and they still make Pan Am and Judy... Mm. romanceable then maybe part of the romance is the fact that like Pan Am's pretty handy mechanic my my mod's busted can you help like I've got this robot arm she starts working on you you get that like meat cute thing same with Judy you, you're having an issue with like some of your cyberware yeah. she can debug it for you that sort of thing I was thinking more that maybe Judy might be more into someone who's a bit more teched up because she's like with the whole I brain. About, I was just about to say And that, yeah. maybe more of the human side because she's like out in the Badlands yeah, and stuff like that. I was just about to say that. So that, that could be another thing. How are we thinking of all of this and you guys couldn't? And I feel like <clears throat> it wouldn't have been too hard to, to put in where <clears throat> in dialogue with those two, do you have like a, a physical mod? Yes. Plus one to Pan Am persuasion or whatever. Minus one to Judy persuasion. Yeah. Do you have a, a tech thing? Yeah. And maybe it's not even a minus one. Like, do you have a tech, you know, a cyberware thing? Okay, plus one to Judy stuff. You know, and then mm. she's just more likely when you say you want to do something to go there. Or like yeah. in your phone, like we were saying, 
like when you're texting Judy, she says something, and then one of the options should come up in like pink with like love hearts, like ask her to coffee. Yeah. Hey Judy, thanks for paying my my software. Uh, I'm gonna be here. There's this gig. I know Kerry. Do you want to come? Little thing. Is like it was a romance? It's a freaking relationship. <clears throat> and it would have promoted some like healthy kind of shit as well, because like. Not saying that all us gamers are like this, but there's this perception that gamers don't really know about relationships or or girls or right. how this put things supposed to go. And if you put a decent relationship and like how you would communicate a good relationship, yeah, you yeah, communicate yeah. with your significant other, maybe would have fucking painted us in a good light. Right. But didn't even put that in. And also maybe if with this whole like sending nudes and stuff like that, it might make an actual useful might make the fact that you chose to either have big breasts or a big dick or a small dick or a big breast something useful. Maybe you send a nude of yourself. How about that? Because <laughs> that <is laughs> now it's not in, it's totally useless. That is a weird customization thing because I don't think it makes any difference. to Like, for example, if you pick female but you give her an absolute cannon, yeah. you still romance Judy. Uh, is that correct? No. Uh, so I, I think actually you don't. I think what if you're a dude and you have a... Do you see what I mean? I think if, you, if you're a dude and you have a vagina, I know for a fact that that is the Meredith Stout's pre preference. Okay. And I think that's the way it goes, that you, you lock yourself out of those ones, but you go for Meredith Stout. I don't but know who But she's not really romanceable. She's just someone you, you She bat. is. Well, wait, wait, yeah. Do you see what I mean? It depends. I, I've only played it once, and I only went down the Judy path, yeah. so that's, that's something right there. Um, but I, I hear... That you can romance Meredith Stout, but I don't know how I know that you romance can bang goes. Her, but like in The Witcher, I banged like fifteen, well, five different witches, and then ended up with Triss or Yen. Yeah, I don't know how far it goes. It might be a very surface level thing because she's just all about business and she's probably looking yeah, for a fix, yeah, yeah. and that's it. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Also, also, that kind of bugs me a little bit because they've basically said their preference is genitals, not people. Yeah, and it's like. Uh, don't get me wrong, I get it. Like it, those two things are sort of hand in hand, oy yeah. oy. but but like at some point you have to make a decision. And they did say like these characters are only interested. This character is gay. This character is straight. That sort of thing. Well, well, then if you're a dude who has a vagina and you're going out with like uh, you're going for the straight option, then maybe that cancels you out of that option because you're a dude, but you don't have the right gear. Right, you should have both things correct for the thing, unless yeah. it's a specific preference, like a guy with a vag for what it is. Meredith. What I think it is is just that they they didn't build much up outside of that because in a in a humor in the world we live in, people have the the different type of gear, people have the different type of bodies. Yeah, but then they also have personalities that go with it. Right, and they just didn't put that into it right so they, they gave everyone it's like ah well now you can only go for this one and that's the choice that's that it's right. like but there's no like charm to it there's no talking about it there's no it, it, there's no discussions that's like how the would part Meredith that they know what you got until you get there yeah until you, you get mean? to the room and then and then they say, oh so I, this I, happens to be exactly what i like <laughs> right so it, it's it's one of those things where like oh we made this whole immersive world give you all these options but all they do is once you hit select, just completely ice out a whole yeah. road for you. It's not possible, but there's no real explanation. It doesn't really make sense. These characters, because that's one of my complaints about uh, Valhalla, which I didn't play, but they make the uh, dialogue gender neutral so that whichever character you're playing, it yeah. all fits. And the problem with that is that 
it feels lifeless. Yeah. But that also that means all of their romances are all romanceable regardless. Yeah. And that isn't true in real life. Yeah. In real life, people have preferences. So it, not only is it lazy, but it, it what's well, worse than just being lazy, it, it makes the substance disappear. Yeah. And at least there was that. But then when you think about all the customization that you have the ability, like what is the pref- what's the difference in giving V a different size schlong or chest? Because especially as a first person game, difference. in a first person game, you don't even see it. Yeah. So it wasn't even like it went so far into comical where you're like, ah, this is the reason because you wanted to make a joke. Yeah, you weren't slapping against his knees. Yeah. It was just like, all right, cool. Right. <laughs> um, our boy Mikey T uh, wrote into our Discord server, just like you guys can. And he says, I'm interested in seeing the next gen upgrades for Cyberpunk, but it's well down the list of things to do. Uh, where, oh, I lost my line here. Where it was such a mess at, mess at launch, it sort of put me off. And I've heard that there's still some issues with it. Uh, so we'll wait and see. But I can't help thinking if they did, if they just delayed it more and kept working on it uh, and say released it now, what the reception would have been for it. Well, that was the problem at the time, though, is they kept delaying it. And what they should have done is said, we don't know when it will be ready. The, they should have said, we're having to delay the game. We don't know when it's going to be ready. And it, and we will let you know when it's coming out. Instead, they delayed it by six months, and then another six months, and then three months, and we need one more month. And people got really angry. It's all it was all in their hands, so it's all up the, all their fault. Yeah, we, <sighs> people would be really angry if they delayed it to now from all those delays. If they'd have just said in like 2019, guys, it's not ready. The mistake was get the time when they brought Keanu Reeves out on stage and gave the release date. If they at least brought him out on the stage and they showed something, they were like, here's some gameplay, guys. By the way, I'm in the game. It's pretty cool, right? All right, guys, we'll see you when the game's ready. See you later. It'd be like, oh, man, we don't get a release date. Well, maybe next year we'll get the release date. And also, I think people could tolerate one delay. Yeah. And that delay being, we thought we'd be ready soon. Yeah. We're not there. The game's coming. It's in heavy development. Blah blah blah. When you hear about it next, it will be going gold. This game has damaged so much in, in the gaming industry. This is the thing yeah. that I can't forgive it for because prior to this, we was always saying, and we were saying that. But what would lead up to this game? Ah, the Miyazaki quote. Don't worry. Uh, a delayed game is uh, good eventually, right. but a broken game, a bad game, is bad forever. And we're like, okay, don't worry, guys. Delays mean yeah. good things yeah. because then we get a good product in the end. We've got delay, delay, delay. Don't worry, guys. It's gonna be alright. Yeah, I mean, if they're delaying it, that means that it's gonna be good when it comes out, right? And then we got this. <clears throat> And now we can never trust another delay. We no. can never trust another developer. And it damaged the entire <coughs> gaming industry. And it damaged our, damaged our perspective because we had so many delays from this one game. Anytime a, de- a game now needs to delay, oh, we it's immediately PTSD. negative. But the reality is, even now, there are a bunch of issues caused by the last couple of years. There are still supply chain issues. There are still infrastructure issues. There are still chip shortages. And half of those chips do multiple roles. So, like, do you want cars or do you want computers? Yeah. Because either those chips are required for both or that factory is required for both. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it, there are still issues. And so sometimes uh. these things get delayed and people are still getting uh, COVID or the last couple of years, people are still getting it. And then they have to isolate for 10 days and maybe they couldn't work for five of those. Yeah. And, 
you know, then everybody at work has to go home and do tests and then wait for their results to come back. That takes two days. So there, there are issues. You know, delays would be reasonable. The problem is that the most highly anticipated game of all time was fraught with the, with delays and then problems and then problems after release. And so anytime we hear delay, we think, oh, it's going to be more cyberpunk nonsense. Mm. When in reality, it's like, okay, these things happen. We are still in sort of sketchy times. Yeah, They're much better than a year ago. But like, you know. Let me just double check to see if we've got any more comments. We had a, <coughs> a on Patreon. I think you're right though. If it released now, it would be a much better ex- uh, example of it. But uh, it would still have no real substance. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, We're reading Patreon for the audio versions. Yeah. Um, I don't think. Oh, Alpha gave us an essay. When did I write this? Night of Feb. Oh, wait, I've got the wrong one down here. You freaking guy. I, which one? I'm looking at the wrong one. Here we go. I'm like, they're talking about things we mentioned in the last podcast. Yes, What's the going 17th. on here? So strange. Um, okay. Mm, oh, Jesus wow. Christ, wow. Alpha. What the fuck did you I write? I haven't come to that yet, by the way. So Okay, um, that's for a different topic right there. Don't worry about that. Um, no. My thoughts are, this hasn't really changed much for me. I am tempted to go back to see what secret stuff they've done. Yeah. So they did mention on the stream, the very awkward stream, by the way, if you ever go back and watch I, that. Yeah. It's a combination of they're not presenters, they're game developers. Right. And they're not native English speakers. Oh, and they're talking yeah, over yeah. Zoom, so there's yeah. a bit of a delay. Yeah. So while we are professionals and we're seasoned podcasters, they're like, one's making a joke at the inappropriate time, and then the other one's trying to talk about something serious, and is like, and the other one's trying to, um, let me mention this thing first, and it's just all off track, this yeah, whole yeah, thing. Yeah. They did mention that there's some secret stuff that they're not going to mention, okay. they're going to let people explore. And like I said, some of the stuff was those little extra uh, relationship stuff. Yeah, apartments uh, and stuff. They've added, uh, and I'm imagining there's a lot more things in there. I want to see what those things are. I don't have the time to play it though. There's too many games coming out and I posted a picture online as well about how many games I want to play this year. I don't think I can ever squeeze it in. Unless I go on the subreddit and I see something that's genuinely amazing, I don't think I can go back to this I was going to say, a bit of me was like, well, if you're going to go in and play a bit more stuff, it'd be cool for you to romance Judy and get your thoughts on it, right? No, not Judy, Pan Am. Pan Am. Get your thoughts on it, right? But then it's like, well, Horizon's out in uh, a day. A day. In a week from now, Zelden Ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've still got Sifu, which I guess you haven't finished yet. Yep. Uh, there's what else? There's something else out next. Uh, the Skywalker Saga for the Lego Skywalker Saga is going to yep. come out. Uh, I do want to play all of the original God of War games just yep. so I can complete that all up. God of War Ragnarok is apparently supposed to be coming out this, this year. year. Uh, I've got my 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 list. And, and I honestly can't say like, oh, you should replay Cyberpunk. You know, like it just, I. Like I was thinking, uh, it's Peter didn't do this, get to like a high level save so that I had to have a high level V where I could go in and be like, oh, the Judy Romance is good. Okay, I'll go do that. Or the Panama is, I'll go do that. Or, oh, there's this one thing, but you need to be high level. Okay, I'll go do that. I just have no... The only thing I did was uh, a while ago, and it doesn't require any like anything, was there's a Blade Runner reference, and I went and found it. Yeah. 
and it was underwhelming. Mm. It's the one rooftop scene from the end of the original Blade Runner. You go there, it's there, That's and then it. you're like, okay, and you leave. You know? That sounds very underwhelming, that does. Might have been cool if you found it on your own, but there would be no reason to find it on your own. There's no reason to be there. Mm. You know, it's just people that are exploring. So all in all, I don't think that this uh, update personally changed anything for me. I've been speaking with Zaccuccino as well, and he feels sort of the same way. The general conception, uh, sorry, general... Consensus. Consensus, that's the one. Um, of people online on my Twitter, at least, were saying that this is kind of like, meh. There are some people that are interested in it, and good for them. Enjoy what you enjoy. Yeah. I just think that there's there's good games coming out, and it's not enough for me to go back into it. We said that this needed to be a proper relaunch in order yeah. to win people back. And ideally come with DLC, like real DLC. Exactly. Yeah. And after 18 months, it was kind of expected. Yeah. And it just wasn't I that. mean, they, they also have an... There's an area sort of out almost in the Badlands, which is like... Um, it sort of looks like a pine tree on the map. Mm. It's like a series of tents and a bit of factory and stuff okay. that you can't really do anything with. That would have been primed for like a DLC location to open up, right? And plus you already have the stuff there. You just need some missions and stuff and like a story and boom. That that could have been now. It's been 18 months. You could have had a, a small team working on that and that would have been like functional. I don't know. But guys like Hookie, if you're enjoying it, like great. Like to me, I look at it when people say they enjoy it as like Minecraft. Yeah. Like, Great. I get that there's stuff there. I get there's stuff there that people enjoy. It's not for me. I don't care about Minecraft. And I don't care about Cyberpunk. And I, oh, I wish I did, but I don't. And uh, I'm glad you do. I'm glad, I'm glad you have fun with it. Like, fun games is the point. Yeah. But uh, not for me. And I, I also couldn't recommend it. Like, if someone says to me, oh, I was going to get Minecraft, I could say, I don't get it, but it's so popular and so many people do so many different things with it. You might enjoy it. It's probably an okay buy for 15 quid or whatever. Yeah. I don't think I would say that for Cyberpunk. Certainly not a full retail price. So there you go. That's my final thought. I agree. Bro. Yes. This right here is the True Gamer Podcast. Coming to everybody's eyes and ears every Saturday here at youtube.com slash conversations1. That's right. Tag, boys. Um, if you're here and you're enjoying us in video form, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit that notification bell for occasional notifications Sometimes. when we make a video. Um, if you're listening to us on podcast services around the world, you can search for us where, and find us by typing in the True Gamer Podcast. If you're listening over there, feel free to rate us over on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. You can rate us five stars and leave a little review and say, hey, you know, these guys, they don't sound very good. <laughs> well, honestly, I don't know why they upgraded their mics because it just only emphasized how terrible they sound. Um, <laughs> but the content's great. So, you know, good to the five stars right here. And those five star ratings do help us out a lot. They do help us out. It really, really does. Um, however, if you do want to take your support that extra step further, if you want to go the extra mile, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash conversations and kick us a couple of bucks a month, just like a bunch of our true gamers have. These people support us at the $5 tier, our true gamers. <laughs> you knew it was coming. And those people are... <gasps> 
Adam the High Quality Potato, Jeremy Horde, Make Bindis Mod, Sheps is Krusty Right Nut, Isak Manny, Adam the Tobias Forge Sim, Clark 53, Casper Coral, Kevin Crow, Sab2557, Rick, Joe McCormack, Random Wavelength, Billy, Diogo, Buttermilk Jesus, aka Sacchino, Sussy Imposter Amogus Moment, Batfan, aka The Better Eddie Clone, Dan Dano, Fishy, The Jackal, Mikey Tilly, Alpha Aquile, Max H, Cobra SS, Sam Mason, and Albie Scory. Thank you guys so much for keeping the lights and mics on and the gaming going here at Conversations. That's right. Um, yeah, if you want to go help us out over there, you get exclusive access to our Conversations podcast. Yeah. You get early access at the $5 tier to this podcast okay. the day we record it and all kinds of other behind-the-scenes videos and, and posts and polls and yeah, things like that. Extras and stuff. All that kind of stuff yeah. over there. And a discount for our merch store as well, things like that. So that's really cool. If, however, you don't want to kick us a couple of bucks, if you just want to be here and enjoy it for free like a bunch of freeloaders, <laughs> uh, you can do that and we appreciate you. Everyone's appreciated here. We love you we totally understand and just you know hit that like button rate us you know yeah. do the free stuff that that helps us out right here thank you so much um bro yes so yes a couple of other things have been going on in the world of gaming yes um there's some gab news i wanted to make a i wanted to talk about this actually because it's kind of interesting because i guess it's because it's spider-man so spider-man is in terms of revenue yeah the PS4 game, the best-selling PlayStation exclusive out there, right? Yep. First party game, it's the best one out there. Second is God of War. And third is Miles Morales. Miles Morales didn't come out that long ago. No, it didn't. And it's already climbed to the third spot. And relatively unknown. And uh, cheaper because it's a smaller game. In terms of revenue, it's it's beaten out every other PlayStation exclusive and, and hit the third spot. Yeah kind of mad right it's pretty nuts and it leads uh lends cre credence to my idea that they should go pete miles pete miles and then you can get more spider-man games mm. telling different stories but you can have them running simultaneously yeah and not have to worry so much because there are sort of unusual things that you could do with miles especially because miles is already in a spider-verse yeah and no way home while kind of like a Spider-Verse was like a touch on it and then they get rid of it. Yeah. But we, there's a second Spider-Verse movie coming. Like Mars is primed for that Spider-Verse stuff. It, we know that's a successful model because Into the Spider-Verse was an incredibly good movie and very successful. No Way Home is primed to be one of the biggest movies ever. Yeah. So like make this game. I wonder if they ever considered doing it your way. Because at least now, it seems like a no-brainer. It seems like, especially because Insomniac just are fine with working 24-7, not sleeping. I do think it's funny it. we never hear anything about crunch for Insomniac. <laughs> it's because they never let up. They never let up. It's, like, it's not crunch it's if you never pressure, stop. Yeah. It's just the job. Because um, then, it, I wonder if they ever considered it. Because it seems primed for it to do, like you said... Every two years, maybe every two years might be a bit of a stretch, but they work so hard. There yeah, are a few about, years, uh, yeah. Let's say every few years they put out a Spider-Man game, and it's like a, a that one, that one, that one, that one, that one, that one. I'd love to see a Spider-Man in uh, the Wolverine game, Ooh. and then it turns out it's Miles. 
And that's how they pitch, by the way, there's a Miles game coming. Like a full-fledged Miles. Just do the movie. Yeah. Just do it to Spider-Verse. I thought it was quite mad. I just... um... But that's insanely, that's insanely yeah, good. Yeah, it just shows how much people love Spider-Man. Yeah. And I'm sure that's gotten exponentially higher now with um, the movie that came I mean, out. One of the most popular, it was a good movie as well. One of the most popular heroes. Yeah. One of the most popular games made by one of the best game developers. And the games, the games aren't successful because they're Spider-Man. Just because it's Spider-Man. The games are successful because they're amazing. Yeah. And they're so true to Spider-Man. Because we've like, had Spider-Man games before and they've not been that great and why haven't they set the world on fire? Right. Because they're also made by great people, yeah. So, I would love to see more good Spider-Man games. Yeah. And also there's a... I don't know if I'd want it, but there is scope for spin-offs. Like, there is scope for a Venom game. Yeah. Where you're like... a bit more of a free agent. It's a bit more infamous, you know? Where... You could just go around causing havoc, yeah. or you could go around and fight the bad guys, even though you're technically not a good guy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we'll have to see how Spider-Man Two goes because Venom's in that, and if it ends in a way where he kind of redeems himself, like yeah. Eddie Brock and one or maybe something like that, it, it, it might it might set up for it. You never know. That might be the idea they're going yeah. for. Fingers crossed to add even more Spider-Man <laughs> into the world of it and whatnot. That'd be quite cool. Um. What else am I talking? Yeah, so a, a big thing that came out. So uh, Uncharted the movie came yeah, out. Yeah, this is the next topic. Still Un- haven't seen that. I haven't seen it as well. Sean uh, gave us his code that he got from buying the Uncharted uh, Legacy Collection. Yeah, and I got one with mine, so we can go watch it for free. Sick. It's just time is a bit of yeah. shit at the moment. Um, it didn't get good reviews on Rotten Tomato. But then again... I don't trust them anyway. What the fuck do they know? Uh, I've they, seen a few people say... They rated cuties at like a 90 or something like that. It's just straight paedophilia. I've I've seen a bunch of people who've seen it say, yeah, I mean, it's not true to the games, but it was good fun. That's yeah. what I've seen. That's what I've seen as well. It's like an action movie. That's what it is. Yeah. And if you're looking for Uncharted, then you're looking in the wrong place. Right. Like a lot of people say, you know, uh, Tom Holland's good, but he's not... Nathan, he's not very good as Nathan Drake, but he's right. good in this movie. Like if yeah. if he was called like Sam Jones, yeah, you'd you'd really like it, you know. Which that probably should have been what they did. It should have been Indiana Jones two. This is the funny 2. thing 0. that people said online. They were like, uh, Uncharted, like Nathan Drake is basically Indiana Jones. That's what this game is. Yeah, a rip off yeah, of yeah, Indiana yeah. Jones. Yeah. So when they went to make the movie, how did they mess it up? Because they've got the movies that they just needed to copy, and then yeah. that's that. <laughs> I think I honestly, I honestly think if this movie had started with Harrison Ford yeah. in his study, and Tom Holland comes in, he goes, "Hey, Grandpa, I found something," and he goes, "Well, I'm freaking ninety. Go and find it yourself. Find it yourself, bitch." Right? Like that could have been that would have been the movie, you know. The reason why I bring this up is because just after that, because this is the first time we can mention it, and also uh, there's been a, a tweet from Variety saying that apparently there is a Bioshock film adaptation in the works at Netflix as well. Yeah. And combine that with the Halo TV show that's going on and then the Uncharted movie. and the, Everyone's doing a video game adaptation of something now. What is going on with the world? So you, I think you used the, oh, the wrong word there. You said adaptation. I would use cash grab. Cash grab. That's the word. 
That's the word right there. I do think for sure, uh, most of these people have run out of good ideas. Yeah. So they're just saying, okay, what was a good game? Let's adapt it, which isn't like the worst thing ever. But if it's not done properly, if it's not done with respect, if they just sort of do, like we've seen for recently, there is this trend that they start something good and then it ends its Game of Thrones season eight. Mm. You know, just they don't know how to end it. Bioshock would be a good one, though, I think. It's a good start. You know, Cyberpunk, not Cyberpunk, it's Steampunk. steampunk yeah. uh, it's set in like an indeterminate time, like you never really know when it is. Is it not an alternate history? Kind of, yeah. Yeah? So it's like, it's not, it's it this world, but it's not this world. It's not this this timeline. It doesn't have to be. Like, it, it feels like it's in the 30s or 40s, somewhere mm. in there. But the text slightly different. But, like, the first game takes place in this underwater base where this guy's doing all of his own, like, special research. So it doesn't need to be an alternate timeline, you know? Mm. I have no experience with Bioshock, by the way. They're I haven't good. played any of the games or anything like that. Yeah, they're pretty They're pretty right. I want to ask the question. What, so you sort of touched on this. How do you feel about all of these video game adaptations? Because I'm, we spoke about it lightly uh, a while ago, and I came down on the side that I don't like movies per se yeah. because there's not enough time in a movie to tell the, the, the story that you get in a game. A TV show might work like The Last of Us because there's multiple hours of of content there. You are not telling Ellie and Joel's story in a two-hour movie, even a four-hour movie. You're not. You're not going to get the connection. You're not going to get the the the, the downfalls, right. the, the the highs. Right. It's just too much. I totally agree. So, I do think show is is better mm. for sure. I just. I'm concerned, like we said, that we'll end up with season eight of Game of Thrones for a bunch of different things. And we've seen good shows go bad, you know? I think the big issue is that we haven't yet seen anyone do any of them good. Granted, yeah. there aren't that many of them out there, but we haven't seen anyone do them good. The closest we've got really, I think, personally, is Sonic. But Sonic didn't have too much personality from the games, and then they injected some personality in the movie. And it was like, okay, all right, I can kind of see what's going on. But when you're going from a game that's so personality yeah, and so story yeah. heavy, how much you're also, gonna get something wrong? They make trash decisions. So like the Halo thing, I suspect will be a flop because mm. they had this one thing that came out. Uh, the Halo show will follow a, an all-female team, so, and Master Chief will be like a, a, a side character, basically. That's an odd decision, because that's an odd decision. Like, I don't give a shit about the all-female team. And no. by the way, nobody does. And no one cares. Oh, they're all female. It doesn't matter. You're fighting aliens who are all stronger than you. Yeah. Same with Aloy. Aloy doesn't need to be a dude to do what she's doing yeah. because it's a robot T-Rex. Yeah. You know? It's so going to cream anybody. <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know? So that's fine. But the issue is that I only care about Master Chief. I only care about Master Chief. And they sort of did what they did uh, with Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, Furiosa is really the main character. And Max is like the site secondary oh yeah yeah so like weird decisions like the most badass thing that happens in fury road happens off screen uh where it's in the dark in that swamp and max goes off you see explosions and then he comes back covered in blood but it's not his that's the most badass thing that happens in the movie max does it and we follow furiosa through it Hmm. it's very weird not that furiosa is, is a bad character but i'm there for max yeah same with this i'm here for the chief it, I'm here for John. This is going to be so funny because it could be a 
I haven't played Halo 5, but this could be a Halo 5 moment where... I feel like it might be. They advertised it all as Chief, and then it turns out you play as Locke. Because the thumbnail for the YouTube uh, trailers is oh, yeah. Master Chief. Oh, front and center. And yeah. when you see anything Halo-related, Master Chief. The Spartan armor, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you go along, it's like, well, actually, Master Chief isn't involved in this. It's like, what? Like, <laughs> what? Also, this is... So for me, I'm like, oh, a show makes perfect sense because... Master Chief's a surprisingly deep character mm. and has a very kind of tragic backstory. Mm. You won't you won't know this. You probably don't get this from the games. You don't get this from the games. It's all from the books. Kidnapped as a child yeah. by a government agency that's off the books. Yeah. Put through uh, basically SAS training yeah. without the option to pull out. Like you're... you're Great. You're, <laughs> do, you're doing this and you're doing it... Or the only way out is witch training. You die, basically. Yeah. Then given is he's basically a witcher. Then given the the mutagens and stuff, and most of them don't survive, and then goes back to do more training, and then gets sent out doing secret ops initially to kill people like a terrorist and stuff, and then aliens arrive. This is primed for some background history. This is primed for John to have flashbacks as a kid of what happened to him so that we learn how Master Chief, how Spartans are created. This is primed for us to see what he does against human beings. Mm. And then for the end of season one to be the Covenant arriving. Sounds like a good setup. Or like the last couple of episodes. That's how I would do it. So that <clears throat> people realize this isn't just a Terminator. Yeah. This is a, a deeply troubled, not troubled, but like a guy that's gone through so much hardship that wasn't chosen and still picks humanity and serving because that's who he is and that's also one of the things that they pick out about the spots that make it is that the kids all have this uh mindset of like looking after each other and taking responsibility on and looking out for others before themselves. That's it's one cool. of the things that's why he's so he's selected. And he also isn't the best Spartan. He doesn't max out any stat, right? Like there are better shots than him. There are stronger people. There are faster people. There are bigger people. Mm. But he has enough of each skill and leadership that he's the guy. Mm. You know, he isn't like Geralt in the sense that he takes to all the stuff super well. Like he's he's almost aggressively a little bit above average in everything. But nothing where he stands out. But it's because he has all of those things, and because he's a leader, and because he has the real shortfalls. <clears throat> he has all the like a right, good he has amount no of weaknesses everything. per se, yeah. but also has this ability to like inspire confidence. That that's why he is who he is. Bro, I, I love the passion you've got for this man. I've, oh, they're gonna ruin it! They're gonna <laughs> freaking ruin it because because they want to show how like strong and brave women can be, but. One, As if there was someone saying, like, you know, you can't be. <laughs> and, and also, one of the most badass characters whose name I've completely forgotten now is the uh, the daughter of the admiral. Who's you should know this. Uh, she's she's the one that controls the autumn, or the or the dawn. I forget her name, but she's a freaking badass. And why does that work? Because she's going to use the ship and her skills yeah. to fight a much bigger enemy. Because if you're going to get into a fist fight, you don't send a, a team of regular human humans. Forget women. You don't spend a regular humans. Yeah. You send Spartans. That's how you do this thing. You know? 
oh, they're going to mess it up. They're going to mess it up because they want to push some agenda that we all already agree. We're, you're, you're preaching to the choir. Well, bruv, don't worry. There's already a season two that's been greenlit for from Paramount uh, Plus. Now, this is super interesting to me. I want to. I don't know if you have any insight into this because I've never personally understood how shows get greenlit for the second show prior to anybody seeing it. I get it if there's like a... Like when it came to The Witcher, right? They did The Witcher season one. And they went, oh, season two's already done before it came out. But it was close enough to the launch of it that there was already advanced previews. People already giving it like glowing receptions. People were like, okay, we've got the feedback and we, we know that this is going to be good. And we know that Henry is really involved in this. I He's a think, big name. I don't think that's how it happened. I feel like The Witcher came out. Yeah. And then a couple weeks later, they were like... We're commissioning season two. I remember it being before. And I remember also season three doing it before as well. And I was like, this is a second. Season three. I remember I think- it vividly because it, was, it okay. was one of the first times that I remember it happening. You might be right. But regardless, it's happened now for, for Halo. Yeah. It's a video game adaptation, which is historically known to never Trouble. really work out. And The Witcher, even as a great example, has not been accepted as perfect right they've really sort of tolerated because it's got good vfx it's got good fantasy it's got a good cast most part it's hairy exactly Uh, and they've gone with it with this the reception when the trailer came out was met with tons of criticism why have you gone for the second one why have you gone for punted for the next i feel hundred million how much does it cost for these shows (laughs) i feel like this is a thing of like see how the first couple episodes do at least wait for the first one to come out because the next uh, is coming out. What is it? Next month, uh, March is coming out. Why the hell not wait and see what happens? Right. And then go, all right, you because know what? This was good. That's the thing. You you, you announce that you're going to do season two already. Two months before it comes out. Wait two months. See what the re- response is. Because it might be universally hated. I hope it's not. I hope it's amazing. I'm yeah. talking about everything. But... Why? Why risk it? It's two months. It's two months production. So strange. Even if, like, from green lighting, it production doesn't start immediately. You can wait two months. Yeah. You know, it's it's an odd. It's a very odd uh, decision. With regards to the Uncharted movie and the cinema, uh, our boy Dark Diogo wrote into our Discord server just like you guys can. And he said, "Can we just gush over the PlayStation Productions intro?" Did you see the PlayStation production intro? If you quickly see if it's on YouTube, I don't know if it is there. Um, he goes, uh, it was so cool seeing it in cinemas. I wish it was at the start of uh, games because it's infinitely better than the one that we've got in games. Uh, and he also says, like, hype for Horizon Forbidden West, which is off the scales because it's coming out this Friday. Uh, oh, yeah, they did post it. Okay, yeah, yeah. check this out. And I'll see if I can put it on screen. As that well, looks people. cool. That looks, oh, that looks very good. Yeah, yeah, that looks very cool. Alright, that's sick. It's pretty good, right? That's sick, yeah. Now, I personally think it's a little bit too long for in at the start of games, because, I mean, it's like, after the 10,000th time of you starting yeah. off the, up the game, you're like, alright, alright, I've seen it, but at the beginning of a movie, it's like 10 seconds, 12 seconds... You're not going to be going back to watch it again and At again. At the beginning and again. of the movie, I like it for a game. Give me my OG PlayStation One logo with that sound effect. <laughs> Give me that. Um, yeah, and uh, 
Isak writes in and he says, regarding movies based on games, uh, <laughs> hashtag Shep's body pillow he's got there. Oh, God. Um, they can only be good if done right. If they tell, if they try to replicate the games too much, like Uncharted did, they won't succeed. The movies need their own identity while also having a vague connection to the games. Whether it's making it a prequel or a sequel or an event that happens between the games or possibly even having no connection to the games and following its own story and canon. Like uh, Tomb Raider releasing in 2018. Although uh, not a great film, it still succeeds where uncharted doesn't have its own identity yeah i'm half with you there i don't because if it's if it's too far detached from the the game then why does it bear the name of the game yeah then it's like what why do you even call it that you could have called it anything else i like the idea the way you said like prequels sequels or something in between yeah i like though that idea i think that's pretty good right there that's sort of what i pitched for the halo thing where Oh, by the way, I just rewatched the um, trailer for yeah. the series because I watched it a while ago and I wanted to check. I don't see how you don't have the Master Chief because you're showing Master Chief as the main character here. So is I don't, it Master Chief though, or is it well, someone showing, in the Spartan, a Spartan armor? Again, I I don't see why you wouldn't do the Master Chief. That it seems silly to me. It seems so and, silly. <laughs> and also, you could have you can have early days of, of yeah. stuff, but I don't see how you don't have, let's say, this Spartan as your main character and this whole idea of like an all-female thing they made it sound like it's uh normal human women that's the way it sounded to me not not like a female spartan team which also there's no like in the spartan law yeah there are girls there's no difference between men and women in that but like they don't make all female teams or they just get the best spartans for the job yeah because it's a military thing it's yeah. not you get the best guys they don't for the care job. about us between your oh, legs <laughs> oh, spartans are weapons yeah like you if you need a sniper rifle you pick a sniper rifle not a pistol right yeah. you pick the spartan for the job or the team of yeah. spartans for the job that's how you do things um but on that note of like uh the something in between i would love to see that whole like what how the spartans were made so yeah. like these these heroes sounds interesting these heroes were made through gross government abuse you know but now that this is here those atrocities kind of like worth it Mm. but are they worth it and also does chief have ptsd Mm. be good to explore i mean i think that's what a movie would be good for i mean the 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 games have uh about they like they say he's he's attributed like ten thousand kills on covenant you know but that's a lot of warfare that's a lot of comrades dying does he have nightmares? Probably. <clears throat> does Does Cortana have a a only net positive impact on his mental health? Because he is ultimately talking to himself a lot. Yeah. What happens when Cortana's removed? Does he still talk to himself? He's used to the habit. True. And I'm not saying I'm not saying to make Chief like this uh, mental health advocate riddled with issues. I'm just but saying it comes with the military uh, he's background. Still, he's still human. Yeah. You know. So. Do you want to hear something that I heard that maybe might ruin this show? Oh, God, what? More? You can tell me whether or not this is a big deal. But apparently, apparently, there is going to be Master Chief in this and he might remove his helmet. That's a big problem. It's a big problem. Because it's not so much a Mandalorian thing. It's just that 
there's that you know that scene that you saw with a uh, lock talking to the arbiter did you call him demon as an insult well yeah but also because it's like almost a compliment if you put a face to it yes same with it you know do you remember insidious the movie yes that movie was scary as shit until i saw that goat dude yeah and i'm looking at it like okay he's a demon but i reckon i got a chance i can i can knock you out i can i can have a shot I'll give you a pop and see what happens. Whereas if you was this entity in the corner of the room that's in the shadows, right, that I can't see, that I can't like, touch. Well, yeah. are you even are you even physical? If you could reach a shadow out and drag me into the shadows, yeah. I can't fight that. I can fight a goat dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's that. So that's I what this is. I don't think he should take. Let me rephrase it. I don't think we should see his face. Mm. Chief takes his helmet off a bunch of the games. So you never see his face, and that I think is the key. Also, because he's a symbol. He's Master Chief. He's not John. Yeah. You know, he's not known as John. They, by the way, they take away his name. I think his name is John, but he's only known as John One One Seven. He's a symbol, and he should be for us as well. Like, I don't know, man. There's a bunch of stuff. Also, yeah. I, like, it would be cool for them to tell a, a more human story about Chief, like what goes on to behind the scenes of this symbol like is he struggling with anything and then overcoming that but there is a point where you are just degrading the the image you know so like in that i saw a spartan i presume it's a spartan with a bunch of scars all up and down their back Mm. that's great because it should because uh, Spartans aren't just genetically modified. Their bones, for example, have carbon fiber around them. Oh, shit. It's massive surgery. Damn. Yeah, that's... How do you survive that shit? Man. Most of them did. There you go. Most of them don't. I didn't know that little fact. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, outside... I think in his armor, he's over a ton. Ooh. Uh, and outside of his armor, he's like 350 kilos. He's a big dude. I, I mean, this is true of all Probably Spartans. Probably had a big breakfast. Right. <laughs> but, like, they have carbon fiber bone weaves and all sorts of stuff and it's cool to see like okay this dude those scars are surgical not combat you know mm. so i will say i didn't love the scene where he fights two uh two elites with swords you you don't want to do that in the games yeah you, know, you don't want to get into a fist fight with two elites with swords <laughs> even if you're master chief so that kind of bugs me but other than that like you have to keep some mystery this is going to be interesting because this so many people are attached to the Halo name. That's why when the previous Halo games flopped, it hurt so much. And when Halo Infinite came out, it was met with so much discussion. Some people loving it because it's just Halo and because it's just Microsoft and they love anything they do. And some people going, I love Halo. And this has been changed far too it's much. It's not Halo anymore, yeah. It, that's why it was met with so much discussion because it's such a valuable IP and such an IP that people have to their hearts. This was a mistake. I would not have pitched this in the room. I I'd agree. be like, nope, stay far away from it. It can only fail. It can only fail. You're, you're taking something well, well known and changing it massively, yeah. you know, and not adding to it, just changing it. Yeah. And that's going to be the issue, I think. 
Um, let me read about this. Uh, oh, uh, Virgin Yoga Helper says, Isak pretty much echoes my video game adaptations concern. They all try to be the video games too much. You essentially need a completely new story, a new adventure, while adapting the characters themselves faithfully and not just trying to fill a quota of famous one-liners, ETC, they, uh, uh, they say. Um, tell... Tell an adventure story, then paint it in the uncharted colors. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Honestly, in between, new story, but with the same characters, and try and be faithful to those characters, all that really needs to be asked then. Um, Mikey writes and he goes, I think Bioshock is a great shout for a film, but Netflix, for me, doesn't have a great track record with their films, but we'll see. The potential is there... Is there the potential is there for a great video game movie. Uh, yeah. It just hasn't been done yet. I just can't wait for the casting news. Chris Pratt has been cast for the voice of Big Daddies, uh, but Sony seemed to be going down the route with the IPs, with the whole uh, PlayStation productions. So you, So as you guys said the other week, the Destiny IP could have a huge thing for them uh, with the liver, with the live service expertise and the IP to make the films and studios and TV, sh uh, TV show, sorry. That's honestly yeah. what I think the relationship is, is that they're going to get that and they're going to give them their expertise into making movies and, and TV shows. Honestly, Mikey, that's, that's what I think you'll be. Yeah, I, I sort of agree. I think movie, most of the time movie is not the way to go. Not because the stuff doesn't fit, but because you're taking something like Halo, which has three games, they never made any more no 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 really unfortunate uh and trying to fit that level of character growth and development and relationships so in this case with master chief and cortana mm. well that wouldn't fit in a movie yeah right it, same with ellie and joel it wouldn't fit in a movie no. so series is probably the way to go and that's one of the reasons that video game movies fall down is because there's so much to do well how how much do you do you include or how much can you include and then some suit makes the decision that this should be inclusive for people that don't know the IP. So we'll change stuff to make it more like inclusive for people that don't know the IP. So that's not who you're marketing right. to, though. Exactly. An example, a Shazam. Yeah. That villain isn't a, isn't a villain. That's not a real villain. Mm. They just made up a guy so you could, they could introduce you to Shazam and then do Black Adam for the next movie. Yeah. Just give a good do a real villain. Yeah. So that everybody's happy and it's a villain that has writing and makes sense. They wrote in a villain that just didn't really work. Mark Strong's brilliant. I think it's Mark Strong. Yeah. It's brilliant. But it, you're trying to make a, a villain fit a superhero that's relatively well-known, has a bunch of canon around it, and you're shoehorning a villain that doesn't exist in there. Yeah. Like with Batman, you wouldn't make a brand new villain. <clears throat> you would do Joker, Riddler, so many of Penguin. Them you know, you've got guys there and a blueprint of what to follow, and they're well-known. David of Sign doesn't know Batman, they can come in and go, oh, this villain makes sense. It, that's the thing. If they don't know the IP, this is the point that um, uh, suits don't understand, is that if people who don't know the IP, the people that you really want to get engaged with this stuff and not the people that actually love the IP, um, they're not going to know the unknown villain or the known villain at all exactly. to them it's all brand new. Right. The only upside is, is that if you do someone that is known, then the people who do know, know. Right. And also, someone that comes out of the movie goes, wow, that was that was amazing. Oh, it's a comic book. Batman versus the Penguin. Oh, my God. There's all this lore here. It just goes, it feeds into itself. Right. So dumb. 
anyway that's all of that there um that's pretty much all the topics that we had for today i just wanted to end on one or two things one if i had to ask you bro yeah to clean your ps5 yeah let's say ps4 because that's what this uh, person has done what would you use to clean your ps4 uh let's say externally forget about the internal dust stuff externally okay um maybe a baby wipe or like a, a tissues to get the dust off or mm. something or like a brush and a hoover i mean yeah. I, this a, is this a trick question no well not a trick question for you because apparently there are some idiots out there this might trick so i saw this post on reddit of a guy who cleaned his ps4 and he used i'll read his post that exactly said try to clean my case of my ps4 with soap and nail polish remover and ended up making it worse any hope would be that appreciated. Is worse. That is worse. Nail polish remover. That stuff burns into like plastics and stuff like oh, yeah. that. That's how you remove superglue. If you superglue your fingers together, that's it's a it's a very powerful solvent. Yeah. Why the fuck? Who? Like, well, first of all, what was on the PS4 for him to go? Soap's not enough. Right. What's the go on the PS4? They thought maybe just a, a damp rag would not be enough. They thought nail polish yeah, remover. I is, need to get the good shit out. And look them, all this. It looks painful. It looks, it looks awful. Like, oh. The other thing is, most of them were black, right? Yeah. So it's not like it's an OG PS1 that was white or grey and has since faded or yellowed. And yellowed you need to and more, yeah, yeah. Get that back. It's black. Okay, so when I was asking if this is a trick question, no, apparently it wasn't a trick question. <laughs> also, surely you go, okay, I don't know why you would use soap and water. Maybe it was like damp rag of soapy water. I yeah. choose to believe that. Yeah. Let it dry, see how it looks. Yeah. And then, hey, guys, on Reddit, I just cleaned my case. It looks like this. Any advice? Or YouTube, how to get your PS5, PS4 case looking blacker or cleaner. Why, 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 why would you get the nail polish remover out? <laughs> I don't understand. What website did he go to and maybe saw that someone's trolling in the comments? But like, nail polish remover is the only thing that will get dust off your PS4. <laughs> uh, wow. You need to get grade A acid that burns through yeah, your sure table. You some nice steel wool from yeah. that, you know? <laughs> get a wire brush you know get really in there get the angle grinder out get down to that fresh <laughs> layer of plastic yeah oh god <laughs> um so we have um i wanted to mention this now for preparation for next week two topics that are going to be uh, prominent on next week's episode one obviously our initial thoughts on horizon forbidden west yeah we're going to get deep into that so if you guys want to uh, play the game uh, write a short short little comment about that for the next episode feel free to do that in there i'm looking at you alpha um and also i want to talk a little bit about amazon and whether or not we should be worried about them because they released a game uh this week called uh, lost ark and it reached 1.3 million concurrent players in its first weekend put that into perspective halo infinite reached uh, 260 or something like that yeah uh concurrent players so five times plus more than that and these guys are making big waves this is their second big hit in the gaming world what was the other one uh a new world oh yeah 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 
Um, not as much as this, but still very impressive what they hit for their first time out. I think they're just finding their area, right? I think yeah. they are. And if they stick to the whole like MMORPG on the side that nobody that we don't care about, that's fine. But I think it's only a matter of time until they make a they encroach on our land over here. And unfortunately, it means there's going to be another major player that could influence everything that's going on. And I don't think Amazon have the same morals as, say, like, oh. our companies over here that make good oh, games. Oh, you mean the good morals like Ubisoft, EA? The good ones. <laughs> I will say, <clears throat> the idea of Amazon getting into games in and of itself, not a bad idea. Yeah. Like, cool, they got all the research, they can see what people are buying. That's a lot of research and uh, decision-making to inform creative decisions and stuff. They got the money. Yeah. What I will say is that uh, they have more money than Microsoft, yeah, and purchasing a seventy-five billion dollar, you know, they can just buy up the rest of the companies. So that is where I get worried yeah. initially. That's my knee-jerk worry: is that they go, okay, well, we'll just buy everybody that's out there uh, because they can. If, however, it's like Amazon decide, no, 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 we build games in-house now, then, then, then this could get really interesting. Then it might be good. Yeah. Then it might be good because it's just organic stuff that they're making. Um, and also, I, it's weird because I feel like if they were to not poach, but end up acquiring a lot of really talented game developers that's a good thing but if mm. they just buy game houses yeah well sorry when i said developers i meant the guys coding yeah that that would be okay but the house just purchasing like bethesda or whatever that's where i think we maybe have issues you know then it will get into a proper war and it will force the other guys to react and then it's just then we have no right. third parties left right um and the final thing I wanted to mention before we go on to Alpha's uh, massive comment. Um, <laughs> EA have revealed that apparently the reason why Battlefield 2042 failed oh, yeah? was because of Halo Infinite. Okay. I <clears throat> Halo Infinite was the reason for uh, Battlefield uh, uh, 2042's failure. Imagine coming out and saying our game took an L what you didn't realise is how fat that L was <laughs> you know this game that was dead in four weeks yeah. killed our game with an equal level of uh, market share yeah. of positioning of the fact that it's the only real competitor to a Call of Duty and this year's Call of Duty sucked with, with Vanguard uh -huh. uh, the game that, that beat us out was Halo which came out Made by 343 yeah. in two separate parts, mm. not including co-op, not including Forge, with an open world uh, campaign. Egregious microtransactions, a pro broken progression system. That's what that's killed us. What, that's what broke you. Okay, Dice. Woo, boy. Um, wow. I, I loved it because it was like, it, on top of that reason, because that's fucking great as that's well, really because good. it's like, Halo wasn't exactly the greatest thing in the world, and you're saying that knocked you off? Yeah. On top of that... It completely shows that they're, they're like, no, no, we didn't make any mistakes. We didn't have a buggy game at launch. Our we didn't have fine all of these things game. missing from it. It wasn't just a, a broken game that we uh, we we took apart our, what was a classic good game yeah, that we had yeah. before and then turned it into a meshed up piece of shit and, and gave it, so it to people. None of it works, including the old version of the game for which all we had to do was copy paste code. Right. But guys, don't worry. We have a legendary beanie. <laughs> When they said that, it's like, here's an update, guys. Uh, we're not, we unfortunately aren't going to do any big uh, updates. Oh, yeah, the for, game's uh, still broken and trash, but. But here's a beanie. That's what we needed the tactical beanie. 
hey, don't be mad. Sometimes things just work out like that. Who are you smoking? The fucking balls on EA to say something like that, man. Must be smoking crack. A quality crack. Quality crack is what I'm smoking. All right. Okay. So. Let's settle in, I guess. Let's have a look. All right. So I, I've read what he said here. And... I'm going to I'm going to have to skim through some of this stuff because it's alpha. I love your passion. So your passion for this community is what makes me makes me want to do content. Let me let We me, don't have all the time in the world though to read this. Let, let me say. I'm scrolling. <laughs> in the uh in the best room on the Discord, the Benjable shows an anime room. Yeah. He said, "Oh, you know, I think it was that." Uh I got something to write in, but it's going to be a long one even for like me and Diogo standards. Yeah. And I said, look, I might regret it, but I will read it. As in, we will read it. Mm. Just to be very apparent, you know, not apparent, clear. What'd you say when people can... Uh, transparent. Transparent. Not apparent. God, learn English. <laughs> <laughs> that like, I never said we'll read the whole thing out on... Uh, on the show we will have to paraphrase it it is very long yes and detailed it needs to be paraphrased but uh you know like i love i do love how passionate the guys in our community are and that they have uh this and want to share it with us uh but this has to be a thousand words Ex- um, oh, exactly it has to be has to be I guys work, used do to work out. just genuinely i'm genuinely yeah, actually, curious i will actually I'm genuinely curious and this is not uh, an attack at all i'm genuinely curious because i do love how much people just want to say to us you know, just so cool. people can understand the magnitude of what what's going on i mean you can all go over to patreon if you're patrons to go see this yeah uh and how do i find word count oh it's now? in here somewhere it is i think if you, if you just select format. everything it gives you a word count somewhere does it yeah um, it's here somewhere. View, I think it's probably in here. Oh, show word count. Here we go. 1,316 words. It's almost my dissertation. Anyway, so what this is basically is his personal thoughts on Crossfire X, the new, latest Xbox exclusive oh, game that came out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did forget that's what this was about. Broken in two parts. Yeah. It's a multiplayer and a campaign part. The multiplayer part is free and... Some, there was some controversy with the the campaign wasn't included with Game Pass, but then it came afterwards. I'm not really sure what happened yeah. there, so don't quote me on that part. However, it came out. Nobody reviewed it. That was the most suspicious thing. That was very suspicious. And it turns out that the reason for that is because Smilegate, the people that made it, didn't send out review copies to people and just yeah. let it come out. But even still. But that's very suspicious as well, because if you don't send review copies out to gaming outlets, the people right. that are going to shill you anyway, then there must be something really it, wrong it with this. It feels like you are just trying to make sure you capture those initial sales because it, you don't have shit reviews at the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to quickly have a look because I, I think by now there's probably people that have put uh, put some reviews up there for uh, Crossfire X. Anything uh, yet? Crossfire X. Why is Still there not a lot. No review score yet. Oh, that's on Xbox One. Hold okay, on a second. Okay. Xbox Series. Is there an Xbox Series? There has to be an Xbox Series X version. You think so, right? Okay, it's not popping up on here. Well, but that's I, also a bad sign. That's you a very bad sign as well. For it, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, I've seen a couple of reviews out there. Yeah, but they're places like IGN, so take this yeah. how you want, and whatnot. People are giving this a two out of ten. A 
two out of ten. And would you play not... as Donald Trump? Like, <laughs> if IGN hate it that bad, like it's got to be awful, right? Right. So people are saying that this is one of the worst FPSs they've ever played. In terms of multiplayer, there's tons of bugs. There's tons of... It's very unintuitive. There's a lot of like mistimed animations, all kinds of things. And as well as with the campaign, apparently all of that sort of tech stuff sort of goes over to it. Right. Not a lot of people are liking this. Even the biggest Xbox fans are saying, this is shit, I want a refund. I have seen stills where like... They're, the person isn't moving i know it's a still but like they're not moving they're not in any yeah. movement animation and then like the entire page is tearing yeah you know like there's a building that's on like seven different levels it's, yeah it looks rough yeah. apparently it's really bad now alpha has a more positive outlook to this game he's actually been enjoying the some aspects of the game okay he's saying that he does he he's right a ton of stuff he's tried out a lot of the game mode so he's extensive stuff he he does like some of the things he's got some gripes with it and things like that uh for example things like only being able to get like one grenade per life uh reflection sometimes appear blurry in graphics mode there's no ray tracing in the game frame rate is sometimes a little bit slow uh don't start with the beginning weapons the beginning weapons aren't very good he's saying um the health and damage are unforgiving etc stuff like that so he's got normal gripes about it he has a more far far positive outlook though compared to everything else um his big issue though is the one thing that people aren't mentioning, I guess because nobody wants to play the game, so yes. I guess it's a null, null point, is that there's tons of microtransactions in this game. What? A game that should be full-priced, but is available on Game Pass, so I guess they've taken that as, well, it's on Game Pass, so we're just going to shove tons I mean, of microtransactions in it. You got the game for free, so, and, and we d- I did say that good games on game pass would likely do this right yeah you get the game for free the way they make their money apart from the deal to get it on game pass is that they get to monetize yeah. the users and then xbox happy with that because they will take a cut so yeah i mean i, I mean okay here's yeah. what he says he goes uh now for the really bad on my first play session i saw the tab at the top of the screen and thought check them out one of them said store so naturally i accessed it and to find out how bad it could be i was unprepared there were two in-game currencies crossfire points and gold points gold points are seemingly fine acting as something you can earn via xp also in the game and can be spent on weapon customizations and models and etc stuff like that the battle pass this game has a battle pass as well as being awesome that's great uh battle pass which seems to progress through the time spent gets you through a few uh, extra weapon skins uh some uh crossfire points some gold points and boosts etc and stuff like that but the game also has crossfire points earned by paying real money they can be spent on skins accessories tags uh on the black market the black market sells things like uh, daily weapons and two characters and stuff like that the price of the cost uh, crossfire ultimate package is 24.99 oof I'll report uh, the items that you can see for yourself in your timbers this year. Ultimate package comes with a multiplayer, uh, within the multiplayer, two short campaigns, a premium battle pass, uh, S1 gun skin, etc., etc. And he goes over here, he goes, so they're letting people pay for in-game currency. Don't worry, it gets worse. <laughs> and he names about like how much points you get for the money. There's an option for you to buy 54,000 gold points for £66. <sighs> that's a lot by the way can i just say i have always appreciated the, his delivery his like 
uh, written storytelling. He's, he's very good at storytelling. Yeah. I like it. That's obviously why it goes on for so long because you have to tell the yeah. story. But he goes, it's just crazy how this game is supposed to be like without the inv inventation of, um, of Game Pass. This is supposed to be a full price game. Yeah. And then there's all of these huge levels of microtransactions in the game. So Alpha's got his own opinion on the game. Everyone else seems to think this is a terrible game. Yeah. A terrible game plus egregious microtransactions <laughs> in the game that aren't even justified by having a good multiplayer attached to it. What the fuck? Don't, don't you think it's funny, though, that of all the issues that this game has, the one thing that definitely works is the store. Yeah. Right? It's like a Ubisoft title. Right. <laughs> like The it, one thing we've nailed is the store. Yeah. Oh, you want to spend money? Oh, yeah. No we'll problems. let you do that. <coughs> yeah. We'll let you do that. That's really No problems. We don't even need you to enter card information. We'll just take it straight from Xbox. You just, you just click the button. We, we have as possible. details yeah. already. We have as easy as possible. <laughs> so, I mean... That's the crazy part. He goes, uh, I blame, blame Smilegate for this uh, and Microsoft, uh, not Remedy, because Smilegate and Remedy were separated through the Smilegate multiplayer and Remedies that did the campaign that's true i mean the, the, uh, okay they don't they yeah. didn't do the multiverse so they don't have anything to do with the microtransactions and stuff like that however the the campaign doesn't seem to be lighting the world on fire it seems to be doing quite the opposite yeah um so that that's something that they need to be account accountable for but man this whole game just seems a mess yeah and this was supposed to be the next big exclusive for for microsoft well, for xbox was it this what was all they showed off at that uh, thing before the gen release? There was that one that was made by one developer. Was it? A oh, uh, yeah, is that it Infinite Bright. Yeah, Bright Memory. No, Bright Memory. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Bright Memory Infinite. That was what it was called. Yes, that worked. Looks better than this. Made by one dude. Yeah. Also, where is that? It came out, it turned out it, the story wasn't so good. It was made by one guy. Exactly. But it was good looking yeah. and then it was very like futuristic type sort of, there was like a cyberpunk element to it and whatnot. Yeah. That was good. But it turned out the story wasn't so good so it got like a 70 or something like that on the... Oh no, a 70 I know, versus a 20. I know, but if people were like, oh, you know, oh, it's the next big thing from Microsoft. This is going to be on Game Pass, guys. And then it turned out to be like a Game Pass game. Yeah. It's but, kind of forgettable. And my, my real thing here is made by one guy. Yeah. Versus this. That's my real thing. Yeah. Not to potentially beef out the, the dude that made Bright Memory, but to say, like, show what can be made and show what they do when all they're focused on is monetizing you. That's why uh, DICE's uh, Battlefield 2042 sucked, because it was all about getting just more phony in and maybe making some money off the store. Don't you, know? you mean because Halo Infinite? I'm sorry, because of Halo Infinite, which there also sucks. Well, sucked worse than it needed to because of its predatory microtransactions <laughs> yeah. and no progression system without paying yeah. like no one's fooled by this stuff i don't get how it's not how it's not panned out where suits are just like oh that's your model no we know it doesn't work make a good game and then what's well, like uh, it seems to never click with them the perfect example click. is that uh, is battlefield uh battlefront 2 mm. if that had come out as it was when it ended its life and then they said, okay, we're introducing a store because, you know, it went down to a skeleton team. To get more guys on, to get more updates, we're introducing a store. If people like it, and we're going to over-deliver on these skins. If it makes some money, we can afford to have more devs on it or just see how much money it makes. I would have bought that Darth Maul skin. I would have bought a bunch of skins because it was a really good game at the end. Yeah, That's how you do this. You're making a good game. 
you get make some amazing skins and then say, yeah, here, look, you can you could buy these if you want. And people do it. I bought the DeLorean skin on freaking uh, 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 Rocket League, which I don't play. Yeah, I didn't play. I played that one day and I was like, cool. All right, see you later. Same. <laughs> I just randomly looked up the, the Steam numbers for, for Halo Infinite. It's like 4,000 people playing currently, uh, 17,000 over the peak of the last 24 hours. It's really not going well. Just, just as you did that, what's Apex? Oh, yep. Yeah, okay, let me just open that up again. And the reason I want to compare those two is because Apex made by Respawn, who hadn't really done much since leaving like the Call of Duty space. Yeah. Uh, and then, wow. 265,000 uh, as of 39 minutes ago and 400,000 in the last 24 hours. Again, in fairness, we are in the first week or two of a new season, but yep. it's not, I mean, it's not, massive yeah. you know and i think it always drops to like it's low peak is like it's low peak <laughs> low point it's, it's low point is like 55 to 100,000 concurrent yeah. players you know so it, it's just it these things show in it you know yeah. and and also the apex store is uh i would say expensive not overpriced but like skins and stuff could be like that's what I heard, but especially, and that was the example that people used as well when people were complaining about, when the same people were complaining about Halo Infinite Store. Yeah. There was the idiots that brought up, what about Apex Legends? They've been doing it for ages. It's like, we're not saying Apex Legends is good. You're well, saying it's good. <laughs> but also, you can progress to Apex for free. Yeah. You know, it's only cosmetic stuff. Yeah. There is no benefit, or there's, you're not harmed in any way not buying the battle pass or not buying skins now yeah there are some unlockable skins that you can only unlock if you've paid for the battle pass but you can play the game as the exact as anyone else what do you think would what what number does that concurrent player of halo infinite have to drop to for you to say this game is dead oh i think it died ages ago i think so yeah for me i would have said ten thousand. I think it. I think and that would have made it small niche. That's the thing. If I, I would have said ten thousand, then I would have gone to five thousand. It's already dropped below five thousand. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that I want to get to the cutoff point. Because the doctor disrespected three months that the game would last three months if it didn't have a battle royale. And it's not the need, battle royale, motherfucker. I the fucking hate that. It's not the battle royale. And the stupid thing is, he's gonna cut. He's gonna use it as ammunition. Yeah. But I want to get to like a March eleventh and then go. R.I.P. Let's we're, just do the funeral in it. We're sorry uh, for doubting you, uh, Doctor Disrespect. You clearly foresaw this. <laughs> I, it just the thing is, it's their decisions. If they changed it, it wouldn't be like this. Yeah. Because I think the multiplayer is really good and really fun, and I think people would have waited. And the campaign isn't so bad that I think if it just had a really good progression system. Yeah. I really genuinely believe that just the progression system change that give people that feedback. Like you know when you kill someone in like modern warfare 2 and you get the gong. yeah give them that that dopamine fix and help them like level up and just do like a rolling prestige system like they've been doing for 20 years in yeah. these games and boom done i think i think this game just that i reckon you could triple at least those numbers if you made that one change from the start i think it would have dropped yeah. but not nowhere near that bad um 
one final thing to go end this whole podcast with in preparation for Horizon Forbidden West. Yep. Uh, the guys are uh, all very excited as well as as well as am I for Horizon Forbidden West. And I told people to write in with their, with their hype. Um, Sean wrote in, he says, I'm so fucking excited for Horizon. Just uh, to get back into the world that still has so much mystery about it. Gets me so excited. Also, they added flyable mounts, which uh, we all wanted in Horizon Zero Dawn. That is cool. Tailgate says, Did I personally... Did you see my tweet no. about that? Oh, but you replied to my one. <laughs> this cracked me the fuck up. So if you guys don't know, I put up a tweet with uh, Aloy jumping on the back of like a flying pterodactyl robot. Yeah. And I was like, this is never going to get old. I can promise you now. <laughs> and <laughs> you was like... I was like, oh, Aloy be like, oh, look, I'm flying she's so she just like i just it bugs me that's the official review comment of uh of uh conversations obviously it's a joke in it but like that is how i feel that's the best example of my beef with aloy is Mm. that like she i doubt she'll go oh my god that's amazing oh my god be like Oh, cool, a pterodactyl. Do you know what I mean? I have to tell you, if the if the game happens, if it happens and the first time she jumps on a mountain, she doesn't isn't filled with wonder. Oh my god, I'm flying! I'm yeah. gonna think of you and how correct you are. You're just gonna see that blank for that that straight face emoji. Just. <laughs> and everyone's. I want everyone to please keep this in mind. I've seeded it now. We've seeded it now in your head where. If it happens and she just jumps on and there's like an open shot and the music's yeah, nice and everything music like swells. that, but Aloy doesn't say anything, you're going to be like, fuck, Sheps was right. I think Sheps was right. My God, he was right. For the record, I really want to be wrong. <laughs> I really genuinely want to be wrong, but I don't think I am. We'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. I really, I really hope this game's amazing though. Hope so too. <clears throat> Tailgate writes in, he says, I personally can't wait for Horizon Forbidden West. It's one of my most anticipated games of the year. I can't wait to learn more about the old ones and see the main cast again. I forgot to hit that button for this. Um, did a, And the graphics look incredible. It's actually hard for yeah. my brain to believe it's not pre-rendered CGI from all of the previews I've seen. Uh, in the past, yeah. in the past, the graphics... Uh, like the ones from Horizon Forbidden West used to be just pre-rendered cutscenes, especially in previews. Yeah. Cough, cough, Ubisoft 3, E3 demos, Watch Dogs, AC Unity. That's right, those fucking bastards. Especially that bit us. where she's walking through the water. Yeah. Crazy. <sighs> yeah, it looks really good. And I've seen, um, I watched the Digital Foundry video just to see the tech side of yeah. it. And they've, you know that re- the the initial showing that they did of it, and yeah. I said to you, man, the leaves aren't moving when she walks yeah, through. Yeah. Them. And they updated that; they added like moving leaves based on her moving through. Yeah. And I was like, great addition. That's fantastic. They've also added deformation to grass when you're walking through. Oh, it. really? So you've like now got <laughs> trail marks where you walk through, and it's does not that make just- you easier to track? maybe uh, that would be cool i think that would be really cool and it's not just you it's the animals in the world as well that make those things it's like such a fucking good level of detail i'm like, glad they are i would that. love that where like you're walking through a jungle or something you come out and as you walk across a field you see a footprint of a thing you haven't seen before mm. and you see that it's going that way and you track it and it's like what the hell is this right or you know to freaking avoid it the second time you play you're like wow okay i'm like level three and a, that is a it's a big <clears throat> round pole like this big mm. 
Right. Mm. Or really uh, Godzilla, like you climb down into a thing, you go climb up to the side, as you move and you turn back and oh, it's a footprint. <laughs> you know, very cool. You're like, you're standing in it. What? <laughs> that needs to be the final boss, Robozilla. Robozilla. Yes. Spoilers. How did you know about it? It's now people are going to not be able to play the game. That's what it is. Ruined. Um, D- uh, Virgin Diogo Helper says, like Diogo, Horizon Forbidden West is at the top of my mind right now, and the reviews only add to the assurance that the game will be wild. Uh, hard to know what else to add to that. We've seen basically everything they wanted to show us now, barring uh, how to customize, uh, how customization will truly work. That's right. And finally, Mikey T says, really looking forward to Horizon Forbidden West. Looking forward to jumping back into that world and seeing all the new machines and all that juicy lore. Can't wait. Yeah. I'm super excited. I, I, ho- I hope it's, it's good. I hope it's good. Because what I really want is for you to uh, to look at that mammoth statue thing and be like, yeah, I'm so glad I did this. You mean other than like looking at my cyberpunk one and just being filled with, with disappointment? The, the worst thing about it is it's a good statue. Yeah. And I like it most because it's dynamic and it feels like it's moving. And because it basically feels like Akira. Yeah. And I, I'm, an, I'm a weeb. But other than that, I don't look at that and go and think about cyberpunk. Like, I just don't think about cyberpunk. That's the odd thing about cyberpunk. I look at stuff and I'm like, man, that still looks cool, you know? That still looks cool. It, the, the, it's got a great aesthetic. Yeah. And I have... One of the things I think that makes cyberpunk such a bad game is it's so forgettable. That was my number yeah. one critique for it as well, wasn't it? That I just It was so easy to put down. Yeah. And I, it shouldn't be that way. Well, bro, that's everything that we've got uh, to talk about here today. Uh, hopefully next week we can talk all about Horizon Forbidden West. We'll all be in it and we'll be able to speak about it. Um, for those of you guys that are on Patreon, you guys uh, you guys will get this today. But yeah. the next day on Friday, on launch day, I will be streaming my unboxing of the regular edition and the first uh, couple of hours of the game. And I'll be playing it again on Saturday and on Sunday for the people who watch this on the live Sweet. feed. There'll be lots of streams over at twitch.tv slash conversations. Go check that out. It'll be a good fun time. Um, is there anything else you want to mention before we head out? I don't think so. I would be curious, uh, just as your mate, to know your your feelings on it. So like after each session, if you're like, oh, this is so much better than the first one, or like, oh crap, I think you're right. Because it's not going to, I'm still going to play it. Yeah. because i need ammunition to prove i was right against tyler yes you know that's the thing i, I want to have hopefully if they're down if for it's it, dog shit i'm gonna play even more of it i want to have a conversation with them all just to like get us all together and like i'll be like i'll be like i'm your bro bro i'm backing you up bruv aloy is a fucking little bitch she had no emotions whatsoever and you know women fuck them <laughs> I, exactly i think for, honestly i think it's a win-win-win yeah. for me because if it's a good game we get a good game yeah. win if it's dog shit, I win because I get to say I was right. And if it's good, the other win is then, and you know, if I say, okay, it's made all the improvements I wanted, then when all those douchebags that thought they were right go back and play Horizon Zero Fun, Man. they're going to be like, oh shit. She had no, she had no fucking light. She really doesn't. Yeah. Oh, this is so. <laughs> I feel like I, I've stacked the deck here. I can only win. There is no <laughs> bad outcome for me. None. I just looked on Open Critic and it's got the uh, score there for Crossfire X, forty-one. Oof, that's not a two out of ten, but that is rough. Yeah. IGN gave it a two out of ten, but there were some people like a uh, Go connected. Oh, for Go also, Go. do you think like they gave it a two out of ten because like 
they played the first five minutes of it and found it boring. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? It's possible because these reviewers, you know what they're like. Uh, but I have to say, the only people on there that... So IGN is the only name that I know on there. Every other one just seems to be right. random cool. websites and stuff like cool. that. Um, and there's only 11 uh, reviews. That's not very many. And also there's two reviews from the same IGN reviewer. Oh. And they're both different scores. What? There's a 2 out of 10 from IGN, Travis North Northup. Yeah. And then Travis Northup of IGN, 3 out of 10. That's unusual. <laughs> what? that's very weird look in summary you can't trust these guys okay that's the real thing uh but you can trust me when i say um sifu's no good it's not a tender story yeah but i'm still really proud of this article seven out of ten not looking if if you're looking for a loving story right i'm not gonna find it here what a douchebag (laughs) (laughs) what an Uh, idiot what an idiot all right freaking maroon we'll catch you all in the next one thank you for joining us for another episode thank you for all your support recently it's all been doing good the youtube numbers are looking nice podcast stuff and whatnot patreons are are going great thank you all for being so awesome yeah boy um we'll catch you all in the next one catch you in the next one i don't have anything this time promise i'm not gonna do anything this time i promise oh no Oh no, 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 don't do it. <laughs> also, I was genuinely like, what's it what's he got? What's it what's down on the other side it's of the trick. what's on the other side of the the chair? <laughs> <laughs>